Welcome back to the We Was Dragons podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. And I'm your host, Chanel. And we are back for episode six of We Was Dragons. And you would think by this time I would have the episode title ready to tell people. And I still never have it ready We're when we start the show. Anyway, it really don't matter. The Princess and the Queen. That's, a, that's, a, that's, that's about what it was. The Princess and the Queen. So this episode was another time jump. The biggest one we've had so far. 10 years we got new actors and actresses we got a hella kids that came out of nowhere uh viserys looks like chris elliott from scary movie 2 and that's, yeah that's the one people said all kind of things trip keeper and all that but the best one is is chris elliott because in scary movie 2 he was jovial he was jaunty he was yeah. trying to mix it with the young kids, and people were grossed out by him, but he didn't know it, and I think that's the most accurate. Viserys is mad jovial. He was the happy grandpa, except when he got called upon. He is a golden girl. Like He is really in his zone. He's like, I got grandkids. Life is good. I don't want to hear about none of these young people problems. Like I beat the leprosy accusations. Like I'm here. Well, he ain't beat it. He don't got no arm. He's <laughs> but, he's arm. Like, but he's still standing. <laughs> He's still standing barely. Look like he's gonna tip over at any point. But yeah, he's standing right now. This man should have died a lot the last ten years. So he's he he knows he's on his he. God's given him another. The gods have given him another chance. Yes. So what'd you think about this episode? As on the on the larger, just on the macro. Well, you know, I go back and forth. I. I sometimes think I just my email just popped up out of nowhere and I saw all these emails. I think that um sometimes I'm like, why am I watching this show? Why am I podcasting the show? And now I'm like, oh, this is a good show. And then I go, oh, but I'm tired of these people. So I think that the characters make me really upset. And I sometimes don't want to finish the episode. Like if I was watching this independently, I would have stopped plenty of times because of Allison. I would have just paused it and not wanted to come back to it. Like when when they sent Allison into the chamber the first time with the king, I wanted to turn it off. So um, yeah, I'm like upset sometimes, but it was a great episode. What about you? I really enjoyed it. I thought I thought this was one of the best episodes of Game of Thrones because like I said earlier, I really love when there's like a bunch of plotting 
and a bunch of different storylines. Like this reminded us of old Game of Thrones. Like the first four episodes were mostly like bottleneck episodes. They were like these one location, you know, linear storyline of like these things happening. And in this one, we were getting like things going on with Rhaenyra, things going on with Lenor. They kids got their own storyline. Allison got some shit going on. Definitely. The Strongs got some shit going on. Then you got Damon and his family completely somewhere else with their own shit going on. And it felt like it felt like the old days where you got a bunch of shit going mm-hmm. on and you're wondering like how all these things tie in together. Um and you don't see it all at this episode. They're kind of leading you there, but you can see that it's going to go somewhere where these things tie in together. And I love oh, absolutely. that. All right. Yeah, like they can never be criticized for not having drama or like a purpose to each episode. You know, it's just they elicit a lot of emotion. And I guess that's why it's good TV. Yeah. So before we get into the episode, make sure you, if you like this podcast, leave us a five star review. Uh, if you do, we'll read it on the show. Uh, we really appreciate that. And if you want to give us feedback, uh, reach out to us as we was dragons at gmail.com. And we'll also read that on the show. Um, so let's jump into this. So we start off in, so we got two locations. We got King's Landing and we got Damon in the Pentos. What do you want to talk about first? King's Landing. All right. So we start off with Renera giving birth. And I thought this was really like poetic because all she talked about for five episodes is I don't want to be that woman that's just sitting around here spitting out babies. Like mm-hmm. that ain't my life. I'm not trying to live and that life. Just, you know, rest in peace to A.M. who passed away, you know, having her brother. Yeah. So she's had a real fear. And she's given birth. And one also they was wilding with the sound effects this episode. Like they were making squeegee sounds of the baby getting pushed out, and mm-hmm. like the sound effect was wild. Mm-hmm. And you know, she pops this baby out, and it's a healthy boy. And you look at the boy, and I was like, that baby got black hair. I noticed it immediately, and I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. Oh, now that you said that, yeah, that's crazy. And then uh, the boy's healthy, and immediately one of the maidens comes in. And is like, hey, uh, the queen wants to see the baby. And I was like, yo, this, she wants to see the fucking baby right now. Like, she just gave birth. What is she talking about? Somebody going to take the baby up there? Yeah, but that was insane to me because I immediately was like, is Ellison killing her sons? Like, I was just like, is Ellison, like, <laughs> killing off all the, the other heirs to the throne? And, like, you know, because that's the type of shit that could be happening. So I was relieved that she wasn't planning on, like, sacrificing the babies at least. But, yeah, like the lady, the the page was basically outside the door waiting for her to finish to come in and ask for her to bring the baby in. And instead of her giving the baby to the page or somebody to take up there, she's like, I'm going to do this shit myself. And I'm like, yo, this is some gangster shit right here. So they help her put her dress on because she was in like a, like a, uh, what do you call the things? Like when you go to the hospital and you put on a, a gown, she's like in a hospital gown. And so she puts on her dress and she starts walking slowly. Yeah, they and, cut the umbilical cord, and that's what I literally thought they were going to steal the baby. Like, I was in stress that they would just snatch the baby from her for some reason, because we just, I didn't know what world we come coming into. But, yeah, mm-hmm. she starts trudging up. that Like, she's, she has to pause because the afterbirth is coming out. Oof. Yeah, that was that was wild. <laughs> and it, they made this noise like, like, I was like, yeah, what yep. are they doing with these she sound effects? Leaking. Shorty leaking. And then Lenore runs up on her. I was like, nigga, you weren't there when she was giving birth. You couldn't hold her hand at least. 
But then again, they don't do that. They only call them in when it, when she about to die. That's literally the whole time when they're like, "Oh yeah, we failed this one." Hey, Dad, can you sign off on the execution papers? <laughs> the, so yeah, he he bounds up. He's like, oh, it's a boy again. Yeah, girl. Yes, sis. So he's excited and he's like, "Oh shit, she want to see the baby again." So he accompanies her to see the queen and is you can tell that he's extremely supportive of like in this conflict he's mm-hmm. extremely supportive of her like even just as a friend and recognizing what she's going through but he's also doing the hilarious thing of like was it bad like how bad was it because there's no way he can conceptualize what childbirth feels like mm-hmm. but he says i once got a lance put through my shoulder <laughs> which does sound pretty painful but <laughs> i don't know if that equals same. childbirth but getting a lance stuck through that. your shoulder that probably hurts so he's like i got a lance stuck through my shoulder and she's like oh I must that must have hurt basically. She's like, like you're making it worse. Like, please don't talk, please don't try to commiserate right now in this moment. Like, it's not gonna work. And he was basically like, This bitch wanna see you right now. Like, no, we leaving. And she's like, I'm not gonna give Allison the satisfaction. I'm going mm-hmm. up there, basically. Mm-hmm. And she's like, You can carry me down these steps if you want, or we can go in here. And so he's like, All right, then at least hold on to me. Like, god damn, you don't gotta do everything on your mm-hmm. own. And so he walks her up there. And then we see this nigga, Kristen Cole, guarding Allison's room. Mm-hmm. And she says, uh, let some men. Bitch made ass nigga. And uh, Allison goes, uh, Renera, you should be resting after your labors. <laughs> and she so says, I, I bet you yeah. would. She's like, I'm sure you would like that, your grace. And she gives him her somewhere to sit down. So he goes to sit down. And then Viserys comes in and he's the happiest nigga yeah. alive. Oh, I was let me see like, my grandson. And, and, but here's the thing, Viserys, despite being old and his, despite being sick in his old age, remember that whole thing with Lionel about like, will they tell stories about me? It's like, do you want to have a story about dying in battle or do you want to live a long life with like minimal, mm-hmm. like, you know, marginal drama and you're safe and happy? Like, that's kind of what, uh, like, that's actually like ideal. But um, he's like, damn, I want people to really write about me. But he's mm-hmm. like, enjoy himself. He was so happy. Let me hold this baby. Let me hold the baby. They didn't have to make his hair stringy, though. Like, Oh, yeah. He looks so <laughs> decrepit. This looks like little Wayne. <laughs> uh, yes. I said, he looks decrepit, and he's missing an arm. Like, what the fuck happened to this nigga in 10 years? Wait, and, and then they put the baby in the one good arm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He holds the baby. I'm like, no, and nobody's like, oh, oh, you got it? He's like, no, nah, I got it. I'm good. And so, Viserys says, does the baby have a name yet? And Lenor jumps in and says Joffrey, because clearly that nigga still misses his boy. But here's what's confusing: this is the third child, so it's like I would assume that if they had a baby within the first couple years after Joffrey died, he would name the baby Joffrey. So he probably like, didn't want it to be obvious that that was his boo. If yeah, the first but it just, baby it just out, it just felt like what it felt like to me was this is fresh for us as viewers, but this should not be as equally fresh for him 10 years later maybe it is and that they're showing how significant it is but it was just weird because i was like ah that would have made sense yeah i agree i think they were trying to show that he really loved that dude and so he was waiting for a time that he could like pay tribute or something and and he could do it in front of Kristen cole and uh, and maybe right and maybe this right and maybe this joffrey who goes on and do cool things inspires joffrey lannister you know what i mean like or joffrey breath and like you just don't even know. Like, maybe that's what made Joffrey a name that got into these families. Like, you know, those mm-hmm. are kind of things, the details, yeah. 
Yep. And so Allison goes and takes a look at the baby like she's inspecting it, like she's doing a car oh, inspection. I told you. I, I thought she was about to check that baby out that window, honey. And she goes, this is the funniest part of the show. She goes to Sir Lenor. She says, do keep trying, Sir Lenor. Sooner or later, you may get one who looks like you. And I was like, God damn, that's so shady. I mean, she's right, but God damn. That was so good. And but so I, I know that I know that there's things about like some genes being stronger or whatever. However, I know that if if there if she, oh, sorry, Rhaenyra was having babies with Laner, obviously the babies would be fair haired. But Allison is a high tower, not a Targaryen, and her babies are blonde. So how are Allison's babies not at all like? sandy hair like they're kind because of dragging it the thing in the world is that the Targaryens have the thickest genes so that's why she's saying it's so obvious like the target so apparently so in that world the Targaryens have the strongest genes they have the strongest genes and so of course but um, that's what I'm saying what I'm saying is that so Allison who's not Targaryen and Viserys have babies so the babies are 50% Targaryen not more than 50% like sometimes so mm-hmm. what I'm saying is all of all of um, Viserys's children are blonde. Mm-hmm. So then Rhaenyra, who's uh, also both parents blonde, Targaryen within the family, she has a baby with somebody. So her babies are fifty percent, but they come out fully raven hair. So all I'm saying is like they're dragging it by not making the hair like sandy blonde, or one of the kids got brown hair. Like sure, they might not be full like. 95% Targaryen. Oh, I but see what you're saying. Yeah, it's like they made them like so. I, and I didn't even think about the hair color, but now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, wow, it's clearly not not um Laner's baby, but other people have bastard. I guess I guess Jon Snow was was dark haired, but point just being like they're dragging it. Like the babies could have had brown hair. <laughs> like it didn't have to be like they look like Nick, like people from you know Idaho. Ohio, like they look way not not royal. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Ray, you know, she's leaving, and you see a stream of blood like on the floor where she was leaving, and I was like, God damn, this is a lot. But I respected her because she made her point. Yeah, and so she comes back to her room, and Sir Harwin is there, and I said, Oh, that's that nigga's kids. As soon as they went back there, I was like, He out there playing with the other two kids, and I was like, She got two more. <laughs> Yeah, that was wild while we're there. But I mean, the kids literally go, Hey, daddy. To Lane. Yeah. No, no did they? Yeah, it was to Lane. I just rewatched it. Oh, okay. Because I was, I thought it was clearly like, What's up, Pop? Like to the other. So yeah, no, they. Yeah, they were saying okay. it to Lane. They were uh, trying it. So her kids' names, the oldest is named Jaceris, who they call Jace. And the second oldest is called Luceris, who they call Luke. So you got so Jaceris and Lacerus. J apostrophe Ceres and L apostrophe Ceres <laughs> is what we got. Okay. And so I was like, both of these niggas got dark hair. She's fucking this nigga. And he's I mean, it was very clear. He's like, let me see the baby. And Lenor, Lenor knows what's going on. He don't he's give like, a fuck. He hand the baby over by one foot. Like, there you go. He's like, all right, kids, let's go to the dragon pit <laughs> and let them be alone with her new baby, with his new baby. And so he leaves out. And so then they cut to the dragon pit and the, Wait, actually, can we let's follow along to um Rhaenyra and Laner? Uh, around to their next scene. Skip. Uh, let's see. You know what I'm saying? Like just the next part of them talking, and when they they're talk like basically Laner comes in later, and she's sitting around, and he's with oh boy. 
Yeah, but that's way after a lot of other stuff happened. I know, but that's not, it doesn't, oh, okay, you feel like it's Because it has to do with the Sir Harwin stuff and the fight. That was right after that. That was the next time we see them. Oh, okay, sure, sure, sure. Together. That's the next time we see them together. Okay. Um, So we get to see, we get to see a baby dragon or a kid dragon, a young dragon. Mm-hmm. And it's being bonded to Jacera. So we get to see how they get bonded. And they come out there and they had a black man, Valerian, teaching teaching him how to talk. He wasn't even speaking any any English. He was just all Valerian. Hi, Valerian, yeah. And he's telling them what to do and telling the kid to tell him to halt or whatever. And the dragon listens initially and then don't pay the kid no mind. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nigga, you better fucking get your dragon in check. And so they bring out a goat. And I'm like, they about to have this dragon eat this damn goat. And Jay Jaceris is getting so happy. He's like, can I say it? Can I say it? And he goes, Dracarys. And the dragon blows fire on the fucking goat and then starts eating it. I like how they make the dragons act like dogs, mm-hmm. pretty much. Like really angry, uh, violent mm-hmm. dogs. Uh, when you think about it, like they're literally pets. But this is where we see all the fucking kids that are around. Mm-hmm. So Aegon is clearly the oldest who we saw. He's now he's now like 14, probably 13 or 14. Uh, and then we see we didn't see Helena. We saw her later. But Helena was the second child Weirdo. of Allison. And then wait, we saw oh, wait, she's like the Wednesday Adams of the family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's mad weird. And then we saw Eamon, who's like, they treat him like shit. Even even uh Renera's kids treat him like shit. And the, I think they well they laugh about it, but you know they wouldn't do that if Aegon didn't do it. Like it's right. definitely all, all on his older brother, but yes, they do. Uh, Even though it, he's like the second oldest of the group, probably if there's four of them. He's the third. Third. Okay. Helena yeah, Helena's the second. Um Okay. No, then, I mean of the boys. I oh, feel yeah, like he's the boys. he's older than the but they still don't respect him. So anyway, Aegon is yes. the leader and then Aemon. Yep. So then they troll then they trolled Amon. And bring out, they're like, we got you a dragon, my nigga. Come look at this pink yeah. dragon. We call him pink dragon. I forget what they call him. And the they pink, bring out the pink dread. The pink dread. And they bring out that's a pig. the name of the episode, by the way. That's the name of our episode. The pink dread. That is good. And then they bring out a pig with some fake wings on it. I was like, that's some fucked up shit. First of all, pigs are great pets. I guess they ain't no dragon. No, I'm, I know. <laughs> You're right. Okay, I'm I'm trying to be practical, but you're right. Like my point is that if you know he could have chosen to say, "Hey, you know, y'all tried to be funny, but I'm about to bring this pet pig around. Y'all gonna get tired of this pig y'all gave me. Y'all shouldn't have did." Like he could have been like, "Oh, y'all try to troll me. I'm a troll back." But instead, he goes, "Well, I don't have a dragon, so I'm gonna walk into the dragon pit alone." And 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 I'm like, "All right, I hope." A part of me was like, I hope he never comes back. I hope he gets lost. And then they have to go look for him in dragon pits. But no, he just like goes down there and then he sees a real dragon and turns and runs. And I'm like, I thought he might get his moment to be like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to tame a dragon. But he literally turned and ran. He was like, I'm not built for this. No, let me tell you what happened. What they did was they told him, I got you a PS5. And then they brought him a PS3 tape to a PS2. And said that's a PS5. That's what happened. Right. But he could have said, All right, forget y'all. I'm about to play um Grand Theft the classic Grand Theft Auto and get the high score. And he could have he could have trolled them back and be like, Thanks, this is the best gift ever. But instead he goes, All right, fine, and takes the PS3 apart. And then mm-hmm. now he don't have no counsel. That's that's basically what I feel like is is, is if I continue your metaphor. 
Well, one of the things they said to Jaceris was that once you are bonded to a dragon, they only listen to you. They don't listen to nobody else. So he go down this dragon pit, and this is another dragon there that's bonded to someone else. And that dragon had no interest in listening to this nigga. Period. And he comes out and blows some fire, and Amar runs off. Uh, and then we cut to Allison with his her daughter's room. And this was kind of cool. Allison was just sitting there with Helena, and Helena's like weird. She's in the bugs and shit. She got a millipede of some sort in her hand. And Allison is doing the thing that parents do when like your kid is into something that you don't get, but you're trying to be like a parent and supportive. So she's like, oh, tell me about the bug. And she's like, oh, the bug's got this many legs and it's got eyes, but it can't see. And she's like, oh, why is that? I don't know. It's just how things be sometimes. Yeah, basically, some things are beyond understanding. It's like, in their world, it's like, why is it dark sometimes? And they're like, some things are beyond understanding. Like, why does the sun, why does the God in the sky rise at light and then enter at, leave at dark? Like, that's basically how behind <laughs> they are. And then one of the one of the guards brings in uh, Amon, and Allison's yeah, like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Ass running around the pits. Like, what the fuck you been doing? And then Helena was like, "Oh, he did that shit again." And she's like, "How many times I gotta tell you not to go down there? You are gonna get yourself killed?" And she's like, "He's like, they made me do it." And she's like, "Oh yeah, that's real convenient." He's like, "No, they gave me a fucking pig," and he, she looked real upset. Um, and so yeah, because clearly they've been negging him this whole time, but also like he probably plays right into their hands and all the mm-hmm. time to where she's like, now she's just as mad at him for like just falling for it each time. Mm-hmm. And so, then it also, sorry, I was the one to say it also made me think about how like these kids are basically homeschooled. Well, basically, yes. there's no school yet, right? But <laughs> these kids are homeschooled, and so it's like at it makes me realize that like the Stark children and um, even Rhaenyra and them made it, they didn't make it look so bad, you know? Like you kind of were like, okay, they, it felt like these kids were royal, those kids were royalty. And you were like, okay, they're rich, they got it made. These kids are like, oh my God, they need to get out more. These kids feel <laughs> very like weird homeschool kids. Like they have, they like just you, you, you talk to them in college and they're like, y'all didn't all sleep six in a bed? And you're like, no, what? Renera's kids act more normal than Allison's kids, but I think that's because of Sir Harwin. has got a football dad. Renera's yeah. kids got a dad who like throws a football yeah. around and like, and tells them he loves them and gives them a hug before they, they leave out. So next thing we see is Allison telling Viserys about this shit. Them playing Wait, sorry, the actually though, just to say, Viserys is probably a good daddy. He's just, it's just like, he's a king. Daniel, well, no, Daniel Tosh has this joke about old sperm, and so <laughs> it's just like they got. They was a little bit of the older. They was the batch in the back, and so they're a little bit off. But I don't know why they're so much weirder than Rainier is. So yeah, so Allison's telling Viserys about you know them playing this trick on Amon, and Viserys is like, "You mean the little boy that just thought they found a dragon, and just magically brought it to him?" And Allison's like, don't patronize me. Like, it must be the fucking evil kids of Rhaenyra. It's like, she's so damn petty. And right, and that made me mad, though. because You said like... your grandsons are a menace. <laughs> and Viserys says, how you know it wasn't our Aegon? Because <laughs> he knows his son. He knows and, it was that nigga. And, and that, we, I really just think that this conversation is going to be, um, it's going to all circle around parenting and how, even though Viserys is like a mid king, as we talked about a flop king before, he's a good parent. At the end of the day, he's one of the best 
kings as parents that we've seen and i mm -hmm. and and like it continues but then Alicent and and we'll talk about the Aegon versus Alicent thing but i, I don't even want to get but anyway yeah so he's yeah we'll he's, get to that he knows how his kids are he mm -hmm. has no he's not making up nothing himself about how Aegon trolls Amon and Amon is kind of wimpy and Alicent it i mean and Renera be running around doing whatever she want to do and i think that was all the kids yeah, like he's very mm -hmm. aware. And so Allison was like, it's a wonder the eggs ever hatched. <laughs> and Viserys like, what do you mean? And Allison was basically like, nigga, you know what I'm talking about. Stop playing stupid. And he goes, no. Okay, tell I didn't me. get that part. Yeah, go ahead. He goes, oh, tell me. you mean what's running around with Nira's kids? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, tell me. And she goes, to have one child like that is a mistake. To have three. It's an insult. It's an insult to you, to the realm, to everyone. Which in that world it is, and we learn more about that with Sir with uh, the Hand when he's talking to Sir Harwin later about what could happen if that were to be confirmed to the sure. world. But there's a lot of insults that people are doing, things that are insulting. So Allison is very not things that get you exiled and killed. Remember what Sir remember what Sir Lionel said what Lionel Strong sure. said to Sir Harwin. No, no, you're no, no no no. I hear you. What I'm saying though is there is a range of things. For example, her daddy got exiled for doing something himself. So yes. you know what I mean? Like like there are there are things that people do that are wrong. And so all I'm saying is Allison, this is a continuation of before when I said Allison involves herself. Allison, it, let me tell you something. If they get kicked out, exiled, whatever, good. Your son can be king. It's a wrap. Let it play out. Stop mm. pushing people. I don't know if it's that easy because I I agree with this. So what I was going to say to okay. you is Sorry, what they did to Alice at this episode is the first the best villains in TV shows or in movies or in any type of um, fiction is villains that have a point. Right? It's like I understand your side. I understand where you're coming from. But you take this shit way too far, right? They, the best villains are like that. Like if you watch the Batman, like they tried to make the Riddler like that. Like the best villains are Killmonger and Black Panther. Like a lot of people liked Killmonger because they thought he was right. He wasn't right, but they thought he was right. He was right. He he was kind of right. He was also very I abusive. T'Challa also lost. Mm -hmm. But Killmonger was very popular because people saw his side of things, and so what they did with those first five episodes, it's like show you why Allison would be pissed and make you go, yeah, I get why she's pissed. And then in this episode, they oh, say, yeah, of course, that's because you're a hater. And then in this episode, they say, but she's going to take that shit too far. And she's going to take that too far and she's going to become a fucking villain. But they also introduce a bigger villain who we'll get into a little bit later. Sure. <laughs> I just want to say, though, you know, you asked me to, to give up my morals and apologize to Allison, <laughs> and I didn't. And I'm very glad I stood on it and I saw, I peeped and I knew this isn't by accident she's a villain. I felt it from the time that she still went to them chambers knowing she didn't want to, but act, yeah, I peeped, I've been peeped. And that's all I'm gonna say. I peeped. I peeped. You were early. hoping you and then you got confirmation. That's what we're doing that's what right happened. now. Okay. When next time you're right, I will make sure you are hoping. And then you got about great. Okay, so anyway, Allison is there. I just still don't. You were right. I will give you credit. Thank you were you. right, but you. But I wasn't right. right by accident. You I weren't right. right then. She wasn't a villain in episode two. I saw it. I felt she's it. a villain now. 
So technically, you were right. Technically, you were right. Okay. So So I'll give you credit. But but she's just like, she's clearly, okay, all I'm saying is Allison is, (laughs) you know what Allison is? Allison is women at pro-life rallies. Allison is women, like, holding up a sign. And, And let me tell you something. Who I am is the person who likes a tweet that says, like there was um, there was recently a tweet of like a bunch of women holding up signs and somebody retweeted and said not a bad bitch in sight and I was like exactly like but Allison <laughs> is the woman at the pro life rally who was brainwashed by her super religious daddy into believing right. that shit. But then a younger girl comes up and says, "Hey, ma'am, like please don't do this to me. It's a bad day." And she goes, "How dare you!" Right. So I'm I'm just saying that she's had chances to like chill out. And she doesn't want to chill out. So it's her, sure, her dad set her up, but anybody could have influenced her if that was, anyway. Okay. So we know who Allison is. So there, she's insulted. She's telling Viserys, like, she's take, she's taking it personally on behalf of the kingdom that all this stuff's well, happening. Well, I will say this to you, though. Mm-hmm. It's not her in this. Everyone around there is offended by this shit. It ain't just Allison. Viserys is the only person in denial about this shit even because remember when sir when the hand came to talk to him later he's trying to like he's really, serious, yeah. you know what the fuck's going on and he's like no why don't you tell me what's going on so i think it's like you're not wrong that's accurate but what i guess i'm wondering is how righteous are the people who are upset truly like in the grand scheme of thing like mm-hmm. are like okay so for example, Lionel Strong treats his son wrong, as far as we see. Like he didn't, he didn't pay attention to him because he was crippled. Okay, I got sneeze coming. You talk. Yes. So yeah, Lionel Strong treated well. We don't know that he. Treated we don't Lars actually know wrong. that for sure. We yeah, just but, assume that. Well, he tell he tries That's to make what it seem like says. Yeah. right. Well, so you know he's no. I I do like Lionel, so I'm gonna trust Lionel. But I guess my point is to say that. Um, you know, like he who's without sin, throw the first stone. Like, that's what I feel like about these people. Are we saying that everybody else in the kingdom, nobody's doing dirt and it's only Rhaenyra, then okay. But if like everybody else is like kind of doing deals on the side and like, you know, having non-consensual sex with women, like if all these, if y'all are doing all this dirt and then you just want to call it Rhaenyra, then I don't want to hear it. So the problem is that we've been so insular in these stories that we don't know if the people who are offended on the straight and narrow. Um, right. Anyway, and, and, and then I also think that like it's interesting when you make all these rules and then you have people bend the rules and it's like, well, if you literally didn't have all these archaic rules, like, you know, if you had let Rhaenyra Yeah, but they're archaic husband, in 2022 wise. In that world, that's what oh, exists. Oh, sure. But no, you're right. You're right. Okay. So if you didn't all I'm, I guess what I'm saying though is like, you know, what you're mad at her for what she's doing because you made arbitrary rules but ultimately if you had let things play out different like if renera if the custom for example i guess what i'm saying is this mm-hmm. if the custom was for renera to be able to pick her own husband by the age of 21 you probably wouldn't have renera be have having any reason to have sex before marriage she probably would be open and courting like she might have chosen a husband and then never cheated because she got to actually choose her husband you would rarely see Renera be like I can choose my husband at 21 I don't want to do that I want to choose my husband at 15 like because what I'm trying to say is 
the aberration to the 21 rule would be her doing it early or not getting married or something. She wouldn't do that because that would be a pretty natural thing for a human to do is to pick the person they want to be with. But they have these unnatural rules that you're obviously going to rebel against because to make somebody pick a, a husband at 17, 18, when they all they can do is walk in the park with someone like that, you're going to have people who are like, I don't actually want to be with him. I want to be with this person, but I didn't get a chance. Just, you see what I'm saying, right? Like, yes. it's like, it's set up to mess up. So for people to be so scandalized and it's like, well, did you have to pick a, a wife at 14? I don't think you did. So but why she are did. you judging her? I'm saying like the the people in the palace who may or may not have gossip. Oh, like, I see. They're what not you're in saying. the same position. Yeah, so I see anyway, what you're saying. that's my yeah. rant. But yeah, I'm I, I know what you mean. You're like, these are the this is just what it is. I do understand it is offensive to them. Yeah, and when I, I judge them, yeah. right, because I don't judge them like what if it was 2022 in our world? I go, How are these people acting given the circumstances in their world? Right. And so Allison is acting that way because her daddy beaten to her head. That this that the realm is gonna go crazy when a woman gets in charge. And in order for her to stay in charge, she's gonna have to kill your kids and maybe you. And so all of her actions after that point are driven by the fear that her kids is gonna die. But with that said, this is why I don't fuck with Allison. She's the only character in these 10 years, maybe I don't know about Laris, but she's the only character in 10 years that hasn't grown. That's my issue. Well, Renera really hasn't grown either. No, Renera has because Ren, Ren, okay, let's keep going. Well, I'll tell you where, where I feel like Renera grew. Because Renera is still doing whatever the fuck she wants. Yes, but that's not, that's her personality to an extent, but she's doing it in a smarter way. Like she has changed. First of all, I love Renera's relationship with Viserys now. As we go, I'm going to point. Well, so this we next scene, scene I'm about to play will also show who's the hating. You'll see. It's some hating ass shit here. This is good. Have I lost my sanity, Sir Criston? Do my senses lead me astray, or is everyone else asleep, dreaming the same woolly dream? Sometimes seems so, Your Grace. She flaunts the privilege of her inheritance without shame. She expects everyone in the Red Keep to deny the truth our eyes can all plainly see. And the king, her father. He knows. Of course he knows. Or did once, but has convinced himself otherwise. He'll do naught but make excuses for her. The Princess Rhaenyra is brazen and relentless. A spider who stings and sucks her prey dry. Spoiled cunt. Sir. <laughs> that was even too much for Allison. Allison looks at this nigga like, what? <laughs> First of all, sucks her prey dry? Sir, y'all smang one time. He's much worse than Allison to me. He's much worse. He has oh, no reason to be he's like this. So bitter. But my point is so somebody, another podcast that I listened to pointed out that Kristen didn't really want to marry Rhaenyra when he said, let's run away. He just wanted to save his own honor. Yeah, his own honor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, so. That's what makes him worse, I think, is that he asked her to give all that up just because he felt shame. Mm-hmm. Then he was at his lowest of low. I get why he's vowed to Allison. That's cool. Although, so he's vowed to Allison because she saved him, but she set him up. She, like. Well, she didn't set him up. She, she I'm trying to, I have a housewife quote in my head that never mind. I was trying to flip it because it's like, <laughs> it's like, um, it's a, she, he's the one who went to Todd and told him to set him up for the bullshit. That, that's what he did. But my point is that she started it, she finished it, sure, whatever. I don't really care about them bonding, you know, character development, whatever. 
I don't want him to just die. But he is mad. Ten years later, you're right. Like, they've just been spinning each other up. Um, He's the worst. Because ultimately, if he were to actually got exiled, like actually got kicked out and lost all his honor, and he's mad that Rhaenyra put that on him, then I can see why he's salty. Right. He didn't. Allison basically was like, I'm going to protect you from losing all your honor, and you're going to keep your honor, and nobody's going to know about this except you, me, and Rhaenyra. That's oh, by it. the way, Rhaenyra wasn't going to tell nobody. No, that's she wasn't going to tell nobody. And that's what I'm saying, though. So it's like, it's not like she set you up to, to ruin it for you. She did put him in that position. I get it. But she was also not going to, like, turn on him afterwards. So for him to turn on her, at, like you said, it'd be different if he had actually been exiled and need to be sick. He did this. He's the one who killed somebody in front of, in front of, and ruined her wedding. Because he knew the secret. Like initially, no, you he had he was a just, reason. I'm just saying. No, like, I'm but, saying initially they tried to play it as like it was love, but it wasn't. It was he, another thing to the secret, and it could get out and ruin my arm. And and so this is this is why I come back to like all this judgment, and it's like, but what have you done in your past? And then, like we said, who knows what he did back in his village, and who knows? Like it'd be people who killed people in battle, killed other people, and be like, oh, she's a cunt. Really. I think he's one of those people that believes in that honor shit. Like, obviously he does. He yeah. really believes in that, like, bullshit. And he thinks that Rhaenyra... And, too, like, what Allison said, she goes, she's running around doing this shit and just expects everybody to act like it doesn't exist, which is true. Like, when you say Rhaenyra was being smart, she is being smart in some ways, but she's fucking a nigga and having black-haired kids. Well, that's not <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> well... The fucking parts on purpose. No, what she need? Yeah, I definitely don't understand her not like. And three times. Okay, <laughs> I guess I'm just saying like, what we need, what I need to know is, is Lena literally like, girl, I cannot get hard. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a good question. Because <laughs> it's like, question. are they even? Did they even try to like pretend yeah. to do it? Because if she had mixed some kids in, different story. I thought they were going to try. Because in the first, remember when they first started walking together, they were like, Mm -hmm. we'll do our duty for the realm and then we get to be with whoever the fuck we want. So maybe you're right. Maybe he just couldn't, you know, he's attracted to me. like, my man, you know, I'm enjoying it to the last minute. I can't, I I don't know what I can do about this, but I just can't believe that there's not like royal birth control. So you're right. Is she going to find It is that that plan T. Yeah, but I do, but I just feel like my issue with Allison is. She just be all she did all episode was rant and rave when she didn't get her way. Yes. Who else is doing that? No one else is like Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra complained, but she also like she kind of did that with Sir Lenor. Right, but once she got closer to what she wanted, she was like, "Well, shit, I'm about to be queen. I'm a chill." Like it's just mm-hmm. Allison's the only one who's still like. I get that she was lonely at first, but she's had time to build friends. She's had time to like decide what type of queen she wants to be, and she's choosing to be the type of bitch who. But remember, the at the end of the episode, I think we'll get to it. She says something like, "No one here is on my side. I have no allies," and that's when Loris comes into play. But she sounds like one of them girls on Married at First Sight who just want to argue with her husband, and when <laughs> we don't agree, she'd be like, "No one gets me." It's like, girl, because you want you keep telling a man to sleep on the couch. He don't. No, I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. I agree with you with everything. I just see, I just understand how she got to this point. You're not taking it. But everything that you're saying is 100% correct. That's how she's acting. So then they go to night training. And Sir is out here training these kids. 
And this was the funniest part. Viserys is so fucking happy. He's <laughs> yeah. fighting. He's like, oh, Sir Lionel. He's like, Sir Strong, Lionel Strong. Look at this. Look at it. Isn't this great? They're out there. They're going to build themselves up to be great knights one day. Look, <laughs> at, look at this shit. He looks so cute. Look at him. He just he just up there. He literally got popcorn. Literally just like, these. Are, look at all my kids. And um, and what we notice is that Kristen is training them, but he's teaching the the um Viserys's children really well, and like kind of ignoring Rhaenyra's mm. children, or like not really helping them, or you know, it clearly shows that some that the blondes are a little bit more advanced. They're also and they, and, and they got and Allison got them in green. Yeah, like they're like they're they got it. Oh God, I didn't notice that. Yeah, so they're clearly training. Um, mm-hmm. This, but wait, no, we missed a scene. So speaking of first, speaking of knowing your kids, speaking of making excuses, Allison walks into Aegon's room. That's later. Well, no. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Cause, My bad. Because it's I a part of why that. they're so intense. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you go ahead and explain what's happening with you. So Aegon is pulling a Homelander from the boys. And he in is, that same room, it probably it looked like the same window. What's his name? Walked off. Joffrey and died jumped from. out of. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, not Joffrey Thomas jumped the, out of the nice one. Yeah, and he's basically jacking off over the whole city, fuck ass naked, like yeah. no socks on. And Allison busting the door, and he jumps down like any kid that and she's jacking not off. Faced. Because she's like, I mean, he's fourteen. What the fuck is he supposed and, to be doing? And that's and and is that or is that not? An excuse for a child? That's what I thought. And so he goes to her and he goes, uh, why the fuck were you so mean to your brother? And she's like, it was Jason Luke. And Allison was like, no, it wasn't. Like, I'm here. But you can tell me the Time fucking out. truth. So here's my point. You defended your kid to other people, but in private, you addressed it with your kid, and you're not going to let anybody talk about what your kid did or bullying or anything. Allison's not going to let anybody call her son a bully everywhere, even though she knows he's bullying her brother. Isn't that what parents do? So how is that different than what Viserys is doing with his kids? Because what Allison's kid did is nothing. What Renera's doing could get people killed. Today it's nothing? So you got to react to what happened today. But I'm saying like he's 14, the stakes are lower. But my point is, it's the same concept. So how, so you're supposed to be like, oh, my kid is older. So all the, my kid is older and it can impact more people. So well, the idea is that I will talk to him directly about it and he will learn from it and grow out of it. Renera is a grown ass woman. She's 30 now. But she's not teaching him to grow out of it. She's really teaching him to like fake it better. But go ahead. Well, she, she told him, don't treat your brother like that because jason luke like they cool now but when y'all get older y'all gonna be beefing and so it's a wild way to teach him a lesson that's not the point and he says listen renera is gonna ascend to the throne and jason's gonna be her heir and when that happens people are gonna get pissed and they may come after when you try to when you try to go for the throne they're gonna kill your ass and he was like well i just won't do it i just won't be king because he, he he don't seem like he want that right now. He's like, I, I just want to be king. Because here's the thing. Life is good. The only person creating issues is Allison. All, all jokes aside. I'm not. No, okay. Renair's doing things that are causing turmoil. But but Allison's the only one, like, making it a thing. Because her kid, them kids are just going through regular kid stuff. They're bonding with their 
what are they cousins cousins they're cousins yes this, actually no, there's nieces and nephews no allison no, I know, yeah because that's their their sister's kids actually no they're her grandkids no 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 i'm talking about Rhaenyra's kids Rhaenyra's are her kids. grandkids no i'm talking about Rhaenyra to Viserys's so like Aegon to Jace is uncle yeah and uncle nephew yeah so mm -hmm. they're bond the four kids are bonding is what I'm saying. Like teasing mm -hmm. all that stuff is fine. She's the one throwing in this very adult dynamic. And my problem is her okay, if we're to believe her daddy is gone. So it's not like somebody's been in her ear every day for the last 10 years. So she's and I get why this is serious. Or I, I'm not saying that she would just forget it, la la la. But I'm saying that like she's expecting something from them that she has not seen and it's like frustrating to me because how and again like I guess I'm like critiquing what makes TV TV good but her anticipation of it is what's going to cause the conflict like her her creating in your opinion unless the world already exists like that and you just know like imagine like the real world right when you know how some shit gonna go down you know how this shit's gonna go down but I and do then, believe that you create like. But the thing is, it's like black parents talking to their black to their black kids about how to interact with police, right? It, they may get pulled over by the cops, and the cops don't fuck with you. But you have to prepare your son or your daughter to for that situation because they might fuck with you. Right. No, I think that's but that's like that's what Allison thinks it is. But what it really is is, hey, me and my sister in the other house are beefing. I'm not. This is not exactly it. And so when you see your cousins, they might tease you. So I'm gonna tell you ahead of time to be nice, or I'm gonna we're gonna bring cookies over there. Or like, there's so many things you can do with your family to prevent that, to make it as to make it as less likely as possible these things happen. So I'm we can't do none about the realm clearly but she can control whether or not she thinks Rhaenyra is literally that type of person and what I'm saying is I don't see any proof from Viserys or Rhaenyra that that's what they're thinking about so that's all I'm saying is like she's holding on to this thing that okay so then yeah, when they go true. later to to when they're training Rhaenyra, um Allison's kids are going hard against Rhaenyra's kids who are just like, haha, like let's learn how to do this. This is cute. Yeah, but Jay um, started fighting back and whipping Zagon's ass. Because he realized it. Yeah, but it's because like they they square them up and um uh what's his name? What's the dad? Sir Harwin. Harwin. Harwin is walking around like, you know, he's dad. He got Damon's side. old job, by the way. He's ahead yeah, of the city watch. But he's like, he's basically a dad at football practice. You know, he's walking up and down the sidelines and he's like, mm, you're not giving my son enough attention, basically. So they, so. Yeah, but Kristen, he can't be doing that. You're right. Yeah. So Kristen goes, oh, word. All right. Well, let's team up, you know, uh, Aegon and Jace. So as they think, it's, like, Jace thinks it's going to be like, hey, one, two, three, parade. But instead, I, mm -hmm. Aegon is putting his foot out. He's kickboxing. Mm -hmm. And. You know, Harwin, by the way, though, I do think whether these were sons or not, if Harwin was just in the area and saw that he's the type of guy who'd be like, what is going on? Why are you doing this? So basically, J uh, Aegon's going hard. Jace, Jace gets knocked down, and then he gets up again, and he fights. But then at one point, uh, Aegon gets him back on the ground, and Kristen's like, don't let him up. Push him to the ground. Like, basically just, like, finish him. And it's like, buddy, this is a... a 
what's it called when when it's not a game yet? Uh, a scrimmage. Good. This is a scrimmage, <laughs> sir. Like, yes. relax. I know you're teaching them, and I know, but no, anyway, but he wasn't. But he's doing that to. Um, yes, it was a play. Yeah, it was yeah. a pump to make because um, he's much smarter than Sir Harwin. Harwin's a a a a, a jock. He's he's your gym dad, like you said. And Sir Kristen Cole is a skilled warrior, but he's also been plotting with Allison for ten years. And yeah, so I, I don't think he's smarter. I think he's more he's more blackhearted because he is using he's using the love of a father against a father. Like I know it's wrong, and I know they're calling it out, but it, the reason why Harwin did it is not because he's dumb. He did it because that's his son, and he and he wants him to be treated well. And does she do it discreetly? Like, should he be thinking about the consequences? Sure, but he's literally a parent. And Kristen, because he only cares about himself, and he only has, and he's mad. If okay, I'm how old I am. If a nigga from ten years ago came out of woodwork to try to like annihilate my success, it's getting obsessed. It's giving Eminem and Mariah Carey like it's too much. So anyway, he. He um goes like, oh, so Harwin, you're doing you're doing the most. I only see this for people who it's their cousins or I don't know brothers or maybe for their sons. Basically, like nagging, like like and he lets them him. beat him up because we know the one thing we do know is Kristen Cole can fight, so it wouldn't have went down like that if he was actually fighting. So he let him whip his ass because because he was. I'm sure he can fight, but. I don't know if he can square up against Harwin for real. But remember, the reason why he got chosen in the first place is because he was the only yes, nigga yes. that could fight. Oh, yeah, you're right. He's the only person with real experience. Okay. Yeah. Because he did tell Harwin something like, oh, maybe when you get out there in real life, you'll. Because basically, Harwin is like, y'all don't have to take it that serious. And Kristen was like, I'm the only one who's been in the battlefields. And it's like, oh. Okay. Yeah, because Harwin comes from privilege. And Kristen Cole's like, I came up from the bottom, my nigga. I've been fighting all my way up. But you literally, how did he really even get to the top? Fucking his way up there. Well, no, actually, no. He got he to the top. He would not be the queen. He would not be guarding the queen if he hadn't had sex with Rainier. He would still be with Rainier. But being with Rainier is actually higher than the queen because she's the heir. So he would be if, guarding the queen. If, but he's had ten years with the actual queen consort. My point is to say that we don't know what would happen if he hadn't done that. But he he did what actually happened in real life is he used that to propel himself, whether he knew it or not, when he confessed. Did he? Because he was about to kill himself. But so when I don't he think he didn't, was using it. But when he didn't, he didn't say, Queen, this is not good for my mental health. God bless. I'm about to just go be in the in the in the with the townspeople's come with May. He didn't say I'm going He didn't really have that option. His options were die or do this. That was it. Those are his two options. I die or I go with you. Because remember, if they found out that he fucked the queen, the, the princess, he was dead. Because remember, when he went to talk to Allison the first time, but he I'm said, the same just give me a, to, a noble death. But the same way he wanted to sneak off on a ship, why he couldn't do that for himself? Because he wouldn't be able to get there. Because he already passed that up. Remember in that scene, he was like, Listen, I got this shit lined up. Oh, okay. Let's get up on this. And then she was yeah. like, no, we ain't doing this. You're going to stay here and be my white knight. This is not source material, but I, I believe it. I believe him like Allison <laughs> had, had potential other outs that they didn't explore. Anyway, so he does that. He sets Harwin up. Harwin does a fight. Now it's kind of clear that Har like that the words he said hit Harwin in a way. 
and now it's like mm, press yeah, the but, button. But the hand is looking at this. Sir Harmer's dead. Yeah, so he sees it. He and he's like, yo, this is going to fuck everything up. It's basically what he's looking like. Yes. And so then we get this scene, which was great. Because this is what this is what made me say, I agree with everything you're saying about Allison, but she's not the only person who feels this way. Right. But the wait, last thing about that scene is the intensity that Aegon had. Oh, but yeah. Because his mother has now put it in his head. Yes. These kids will one day kill you. These little cut, these little, his nephews who play around with him and listen to everything he says, she now has put, and, and that's what's so crazy is like her daddy did that to her. And then she passes that paranoia on. Mm-hmm. When I always think this about her and Otto, like Otto had that paranoia too and did nothing in his power to avoid the situation. So let me ask you this before we move on. You keep saying paranoia. What if it's true? Like, I what? It, that, like, I, I'm asking you if it was actually real, and that was you thought it, that was going to happen. How would you handle the situation? I think that it's true in the way that, like, anyone's spouse, anyone's kids can kill them at any time. I think it's true in that sense because if you were there with Rhaenyra since she was a kid, you was her best friend, you you're a stepmother to her, you have to know her character and if she shows the signs of actually being like caring enough about the crown to kill for it. But she did. She cared enough about the crown to lie straight to her face and make her like a fool. But kill lying to the girl who was your best friend to summers ago and is now your stepmom is very different i think than killing your ne- nieces and nephews like so that's what i'm saying like do you really think she's do you think like i think we agree viserys is not that guy viserys is not but i think we're but, but, with. but my point is that in in knowing someone for long enough knowing a character for long enough we have kind of the feeling of what they're capable of so my point is just to say that is Otto. I do think it's paranoia when it's like this could there's there's events lining up that would create a pressure point sure but because we know these events are coming we could also be doing the positive stuff and this is all I meant before right. about like preparing for Rhaenyra you could be sending an envoy out to talk about the benefits of a queen and be working on relationships in the like you could not wait until the trauma comes to your doorstep that's where I think the paranoia is because it's like she literally told her son, them little kids who are eight and six, they're going to kill you one day. That's not a certainty. They could. But well, she said Renera was going to kill you. But, and you know how I know it's not a certainty is because of what happens later. So, anyway. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. Keep going. So then we get this scene. Shame on the whole of House Strong, because I laid my hands on that insufferable coal. The son of a steward. He is a knight of the King's Guard now. Sail Prince. A defender of future heir to the throne. You have laid us open to accusations of an uglier treachery. And what treachery is that? Don't play the fool with me, boy. Your intimacy with the Princess Rhaenyra is an offense that would mean exile and death for you, for her, for the children. It is rumor, only spun by the princess's rivals. People have eyes, boy. Yet his grace, the king, it seems, will not accept what is I say. This flimsy shield alone stands between you and the headsman. 
the willful blindness of a father towards his child. I wish my father affected a similar blindness. Have I not, these many years? And yet today, you publicly assaulted a knight of the King's heart in the, in the defense of your... You have your honor, and I have mine. So this is all I was saying to you. That nigga didn't sound like somebody who's like, oh, you know, it's just a little small discretion. Nigga. You know, what about everybody else in the castle? No, he sounded like if this shit got confirmed, people's heads were going to be put on the chopping block, including your kids. Your kids, her, you, me, and whoever else is involved on your side protecting this bullshit are going to be put on the chopping block and dis disposed of. And so that's what tells me, like, this shit is serious. And this is why I say, like, Renera is capable of this shit, because Renera has a pattern of not giving a fuck about anything. She just does what she wants. And so if she wants to be queen, I don't think there's anything that's going to stop her from being queen. But but where's the pattern? Okay, I, do I hear you? Yes. Do I think that... Do I think that Lionel, for the first time, laid out the actual consequences? Like, Allison has just been yes, like anxious talking mm -hmm. yeah so lionel is like this is what happened because i don't think that in this world it's clear because of all the nonsense we saw with the lannisters it's like what is the real con like they didn't seem like nobody could tell i guess that's the other thing actually now i'm thinking about it we saw a family in the in the red keep that was like we don't care what y'all saying y'all are not coming in here and touching us you know like y'all are not ousting us so seeing cersei do whatever she wanted to do mm -hmm. makes it hard for me to think about like these people caring that much because i'm like y'all could just do what you want so with that said um do i think that um do i think that rainier does what she wants to yes except rainier actually only has done what she wanted to when it came to love because I actually don't think that she, did she still, you know, I guess I can't think of it. But remember, Cersei almost died because of that shit. Remember when the crown, when the religious people got her, and they had her ass locked up? Yeah, but that was a sp very, sp you're right, but that was a, they had to come in there and ransack it. Like, it was an organized group of, like, insurgency, basically. Like, it wasn't, like, the them people down there doing the, the menstrual shows are not about to, you know, get together and come storm the castle over this. But no. I think that, like, the, the the noble folk are definitely talking, and, and they're definitely, they're certainly going to look for something to cut her down. I'm just saying, all these kings have bastards. You know what I'm saying? All these kings have been in the brothels before, so it's just, uh, it's a bit of hypocrisy, and the, yeah, anyway, the, yeah, the, point, the point I was trying to make was that Rhaenyra when when she was sitting under the tree and the boy was playing a harp and she was like oh my dad said come okay i'll come when they said you want to come honey she was like i'll go so she does the pageantry of being a daughter to the king it was allison who came to the little the dinner late the wedding late and disrespected them she renair is there so renair actually does her duty but when it comes to who she wants to love we've seen that like she damon had her twisted all over you know two ways to sunday so she said all right i like I feel something with this man. I'm gonna I'm do it with him now. Was that? But was in that, that like world, you know, who she wants to love is much more dangerous than anything these other people are doing in that world that they exist in. Is it's, what I'm saying. It's not more dangerous, but it's more dangerous to her. It's more dangerous to her legacy. Sure, like to her. Think... Well, into but to the crown is basically what they're saying is, if you don't have credibility, then you don't have any power. 
And if once you lose credibility, you have no power. And so, like, if Renera would have been found out to not been a virgin, she could no longer be heir. Like, there's no more heir. And so then it is Aegon. But there point. was all right. Okay, so here we are though. The consequences of that are Rhaenyra's to deal with. I'm not Maybe. saying it won't hurt other people, but I'm saying that if Rhaenyra's found out to be a virgin, they're not gonna go in there and kill Viserys, are they? No, but it becomes unstable for who becomes sure. next. But wasn't they already saying it was unstable because she was a girl? That's the point. Exactly. Right. So exactly. all I, what I, we're saying the same thing, but we feel differently about it. All I agree yeah. that what she's saying, what she's doing is rough. But what I'm saying is that she's not a do what she wants to do kind of person where like you can't rely on her to show up for work and do what she needs to do. She's just like, look, this is my life. I'm going to live it. Now, is that at that time problematic? Sure. But she's not, I'm saying she's not like, oh, what decision is she going to make for the crown? Or is she, because even as a young kid, when she was cup counter, cup bearer or whatever, she was had good ideas. So anyway, I think that, Okay, but it's basically people. like this presidents do a lot of fuck shit right they do mm-hmm. a lot of stuff because you have to i mean you can't be a president mm-hmm. without doing fuck shit but bill clinton got a blowjob and got it impeached mm-hmm. right no, so it's he like lied about he, about he lied about it. getting a blowjob and got impeached mm-hmm. so like and there's somebody. these things they're thing and By that was way, ridiculous though, no. that was he ridiculous really, no no he actually got impeached about sorry he didn't get impeached for the lie. He got impeached for raping Paula, the lady from Arkansas. And if you watch impeachment, you remember that. So he, he was bad on actual accounts. But the narrative is that he did did something consensual and it was bad. He actually did a bunch of bad stuff and had like rape cases against him. But he did get impeached. He actually got yeah. the let the, the the articles of impeachment were for perjury. That he right, purged because himself. there was right not just about Monica though, but oh, also gotcha, about yeah. Mo- yeah. Go ahead, keep going. But my point is, you can do a lot of shit, but there's certain things you cannot do that you cannot do, and Without then in this, and then particularly when you're a woman in this world, there's certain and that you're right. It is hip- hypocrisy, but like I said, it's in this world. But this part was funny. So then back in Ray's room, you just hear Lenore singing and dance, like singing and fuck drunk outside the door. She's just sitting there. This nigga is just partying. He walks in with Carl. Carl with a Q, by the way. So I just spell his that name. Made you mad. Carl with a Q. Wait, actually, I gotta pause you because there's something else. Now we have to go to Damon before we can bring this up. Okay. Right. Let's go to Damon. There's a piece that Lanner talks about. We've been so we've been in the red key for so long that we haven't talked at all about Damon's family. Okay, let's talk about Damon. So Damon and Lady Lena are flying their dragons and you yeah. see Lena on this big ass fucking dragon. It's way Young bigger Vega. than Damon's dragon. Um and they, they they get into this feast and the prince of the Pentos uh is like basically sucking up the Damon and Lena. Oh yeah let's toast to the Aegon the Conqueror. Let let me get to business. So uh and Lena goes, oh you want to marry one of my daughters, right? One of the daughters is like, like who like oh shit and then the other daughter was like what no that's disgusting it was really funny uh and then so she's he's like nah that's a you know that's a very generous offer but no that's not what i want what i want is you know the the triarchy which is the people we heard about earlier this season has formed an alliance with the martels of dorn and we think they about to march north and fuck with us 
and we can't have that shit. Mm-hmm. So this is what we propose. We'll give you Pentos. We'll have everybody pay tribute to you. Yeah, this you will be your new home. Here. You can run this shit however you like. All we ask is that you bring your dragons and your air fleet and fuck up that army for us. And La- uh, Lady Lena's like, basically like, oh, that's a nice offer, but we're travelers. And then Dana, Damon was like, stopped her. and was like, we'll take that under consideration. So she won't want to do it, but he's thinking about it. And so... They show th- him later, like, in, in deep in a history book. Yeah, well, he first he was helping his kids with homework. He was yeah. helping oh, her with the Valerian homework. Valerian. Oh. And, uh... Basically, what's going on with Damon is homework. They're not going to school. He's <laughs> yeah, it's homework. He's helping them with okay, the homework. Okay, I guess you're right. Yeah, he's teaching her the language. Which that so that to me now I guess this was the older sister, but that to me let me know that he's taking his fatherly duty seriously because he yeah. understands like these are Targaryen children. Like he's not. I was worried. The reason why I wanted to also get into this is because we saw them flirting in the last episode. I was worried about what a relationship with Damon would look like. But it seems like they genuinely have built a relationship and have two kids and he's taking like he's not like just knocking her up and going to the brothel. Mm-hmm. Like I really just didn't want to see him running around on her. He's teaching it, one of the kids Valerian um, and we learn later that she's a dragon rider already. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, she Bela. That's yeah. her name. And then um, uh, Lena, beautiful Lena, is uh, looking gorgeous still, and she is pregnant with the third. Yeah, grade. and Damon is basically like, I'm not with the shits, bro. I don't want to deal with any of that Game of Thrones, fighting for the mm-hmm. air, being in charge, backstabbing. I don't want to deal with none of that shit. Like we can be over here, living in the warm weather. Yeah, we have a kingdom to ourselves. We don't have to deal with that bullshit. Like, don't you just want to be happy and away from that shit? And Lena, she's like, they're using us. And he was like, duh, it's a simple transaction. We got dragons, they got gold. Isn't that much better? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Damon's actually making sense here. Yeah, he's like, what? Like, because he's right. Like, there's so much maneuvering and so much hiding things and so many i mean look at all the stuff that that alice that renair was going through it's like it's because of all the rules and the politics of the castle like when like the fact that her stepmother's plotting on her but she also has to go show her respect when the baby's born like that's politics so he's like why not just give them what we got which we freely like dragons are a freely used resource and we could be happy but she um i'm kind of mixing in two conversations but she misses home no that was this conversation she says she says we're more than this we're the blood of old valeria and she wants her child to be born in the castle of her lord father back in driftmark which is her birthright and when it's all said and done she wants to die a dragon rider's death which was uh foreshadowing and so then the next time we see them lena walks in on her daughter like you said, you can't, you're, it's bad for you. It's hard for you not to spoil stuff, I can tell. Yeah. Lena <laughs> walks in on her daughter and tells her, you know, she's she's got the dragon egg in the, fi- yeah, in the fireplace. her dragon egg never had, so she's trying to warm it up. It's so cute. Her younger daughter, and she's like, it's been eight years. Some of these eggs never hatch. And then her younger daughter was like, well, will they let me stay? She's like, what you mean? Mm-hmm. She was like, the Prince of Pintos. He clearly wants you and Damon and Bela because y'all got dragons, but if I don't got no Everybody. dragon, they're going to kick me out? Yeah. And she was like, no. And she was like, you know, sometimes you get them later in life. I was without a dragon until I was 15, and Which now I ride Vagar, the largest in the world. Yeah. And that's good news for Aegon as well. I mean, Amon as well, by the way. 
Mm-hmm. Just relax, let it come. But um, she she mentions that her dad really kind of ignores her, and I'm like, mm, that would make sense that Damon would be partial to the child that's a dragon rider and is yeah. just learning Valerian and is a little bit more advanced. And kind of, you know, I don't want to hear him doing that to his daughters. But uh, Lena says something that I think is really like shows how much she loves her whole family. She says like he's doing his best, which as a side note, like for some realism, that's very like. Like, I don't want to say poetic because that's cliche, but like sometimes parents, especially fathers, like do struggle with these things. And, you know, to be like the mother in the middle who's trying to shepherd, like to let the kids know that he really does love you, but not enough to be able to change completely and Mm -hmm. not be this asshole he really is. But like also he does love you. I thought that was actually like a really understanding answer Mm -hmm. to give her a child. So then uh, she goes upstairs on the rooftop to check on Damon. He's chilling on the rooftop deck. He's out drinking wine. Drinking he's some like, wine. He's like, this shit is, <laughs> he's like, this shit is too watery. I need real, <laughs> the only thing I miss about Westeros is the ale or whatever he says. And she says, Lanar wrote, and Renera had another son. And then Damon <laughs> says, did he mention that he looks like the commander of the city watch? <laughs> and she's last. And she goes, no, that wasn't in the letter. And she goes, I really miss my family. But by the way, that's an example of family right there. Cause she's like, I know I he like, I know my niece. And she's like, I know my brother. And they both like, ha ha. They're not like like Damon's not like she's with the kid. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, but back Damon is not gonna be there because he was trying to fuck her when she was a kid. So he don't care yes, about so that. That was shits. 10 years ago. No, my <laughs> point though, my point I'm trying to say is that Damon could be like my right, my birthright is here again. She's not fit. Let's ride against her and use this information because, like, not as family. And Allison is the only one not on this groove. Anyway. Yes, because Damon don't want nothing to do with any of that shit. He then he says, "I miss the wine, but I don't." He basically said, "I miss the wine, but I don't miss the mess. I'm not. I don't yeah. want to deal with the air shit and the bad yeah. and all. I don't want none of that. I just want to be out here and chill." And that's why Damon's, besides the fact that he assaulted his niece not that bad and i say this in a vacuum of game of thrones not in real life because he's one of the people who realizes like this brings the worst out of me and even though the only road to my real like it like legendary story mm-hmm. is through this this is actually not healthy for me mm-hmm. and a lot of people like a lot of people in real life things are not healthy for them but they're like this is also the only way that i can like make a name for myself and it's a really a draw so Mm -hmm. i think that's a very interesting thing for damon to be like no i can't do it like almost like if i get if they pull me back in that other side of me is gonna come out i'm trying to be a dad i'm trying to do the best thing i'm trying to love you and she says something like she says something about like i know i wasn't your first choice basically talking about rhaenyra He's like, he's like, don't say that. And she's like, I'm good with it. I made my peace. And that's the only thing I really hated about this episode was, or about her piece in this episode was like, that she's so wonderful to him and so supportive of him and loving and sees him and still like, it's like, I'm okay with being second best. Like, I wish she didn't have to accept that. And I don't think he's tried to make her feel that way. It's just something she just recognizes as truth, I guess. Let's do the last scene with Damon with the Lena later, because uh, that leads into the end. So we come yeah. back to. But uh, the p- important thing to take away from that was Pentos is aware that like the triarchy has not gone away. There's mm-hmm. more battles to come. So ten years later, um, they're still dealing with that shit. Yeah, the war's not over. 
And so back oh, in. Oh, by the way, sorry. And mm-hmm. the stepstones, the narrow sea that Damon apparently like was supposed to have um like saved. No one's been there, so it's right. it's like even though they won that battle, it's kind of like free land for the triarchy to come back and try to re- recap. Right. Comes up later. So uh, Renera is talking to Laner. He's fucking pissed drunk, and she's he like, in with a guy, by the way, and, with Carl." And, Carl, oh yeah, Carl. And Renera's like, Carl, can you get the fuck out of here? I could talk to my husband. And see, he goes, uh, there's a war foot again in the Stepstones. Uh, they got in the lines with Dorm, and he's like, ah, it'll be so good to get back on the sea. Because basically, he's a fighter. He's a warrior. And, he's and been a up water here, guy. He's been you know, living he's this king man. life. Yeah, he's been living this, you know, Marine. king consort life. And he's like, I want to get back out there, like in we these navy. streets. He's navy. Uh, yeah, he's in the Navy. And so uh, she says, what the fuck are you talking you about, my nigga? She's like, there's dark rumors and they're haunt- hurting us. And there's questions about our son's parentage. They're he vile insinuations. Like, we? You speak he's like, French now? Yeah, she's like, there's <laughs> vile insu- insu- insinuations. And he goes, nigga, are you serious? You telling me this shit? Like, I know what the fuck going on. What the fuck are you talking about, my nigga? <laughs> you like, so I can't go to work because you've been messing around? She's trying to act like that shit ain't real with him. He's like, yeah. bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, he's I like, know what the fuck's going on. He's like, wait, do I actually have kids? Because <laughs> I'm confused. Like, I, I thought you mean kids, quote, quote. And she's like, no, our kids, you're their father. He's like, oh, okay, you're, you have, you're in denial now. Got it. Yeah, she thinks she gave somebody got the rum bugged. So she got to speak that way. <laughs> I, so- no, I really think she's like, what I think, though, is that in her mind, this is just what it is. So their kids, are, her kids are no less Targaryen, no less royal, and no less legitimate. And I think that's the thing that she and Harwin get that no one else gets. Like, they didn't do, they're not doing this to spite the crown. They love each other, and they love their kids, and they want the best for their kids. So, no, they're, and, and Viserys feels this way, too, about his grandkids. Nobody's going to tell me nothing about my kids from some archaic rule, which to them is archaic, even at that point. They're like, these are my kids. And she's like, look, so you're their stepdaddy, adopted daddy, whatever you want to call it. These are your kids, too. She's. I don't think she's faking. I think she feels like both of them are their dads. These are your kids. You need to be here with your family. And I'm Yeah, but you don't got a name. lot of You don't have to treat me like I'm an idiot. She I says what she says to herself. Bro. This is their vile insinuations is... about our the parentage of my kids. And he's like, nigga, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she goes, he goes, I am a knight and I am a warrior. And I played my part for 10 years. Yeah. And I'm old something. She says, You Did are you old. Part, nothing. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, All right, then you want to be like that? I command you to stay by my side. Mm-hmm. You can't go no fucking where. And then he says, Damn. And he says, the wise sailor flees the storm as it gathers and does not run into it. Yeah, she basically asks him, like, don't leave me. It's about to get rough. And he's like, girl, the getting is good right now. So then we get the quiet council scene. And Allison's on the quiet council now. And they they clearly got, like, housewives beef where they can't be in the same room with each other because they just start disagreeing automatically <laughs> with what the other one says. And uh, they're talking about the Brackens in the backwoods, which, if you remember from two episodes ago, when Renera was like listening to all the people uh, try to get her hand, and that little mm-hmm. boy killed the mm-hmm. other boy. That's mm-hmm. the Brackens in the backwoods. Mm-hmm. So, beef, yeah. so they still got beef, and she and Renera goes, "Nigga, they beefing, bro. They gonna use any excuse to fight each other." 
And Sir Lionel well, ag- agrees with Rhaenyra. There's like a there's like a um a dispute over property or something. Some small that they're mm-hmm. like, why is this even coming up to the small council? Like, let it go. And Rhaenyra's like, wait a minute, don't this and this is too quick. Like, this is a this could probably be deeper than rap. Like, it's you know what I mean. Like they like you said they have this long one beef. This could turn to something else. But I think the queen had already been like, what is this about? But it's also like not her. Not that it's not her land, but it's just like she doesn't probably care about what other people are going through she's like why is this important it doesn't involve my kids so um I feel like you're projecting she on that no didn't she already no 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 i mean i I think she's probably wise and and capable but i'm saying that she's in the she's the queen of this kingdom how is she not thinking about preserving peace between these long-standing families like that's what that's what Cersei would be thinking about, regardless. Well, other That's people what... on the on the council agreed with her, but uh, the hand agreed with Rhaenyra, which Lionel's always right. And then, by the way, yeah. the <laughs> I love that these people are still on the council. So one of the other dude, the one who looks evil, he like wakes up later and is like the Blackwoods. Is yes, like, they go to Sir, Sir Tyler. He goes, Mercedes goes, Sir Tyler, go ahead. And he goes, uh, we should address the Stepstones, their new alliance with Dorm. And that old nigga was like, I think the Brackens in the backwoods are, and he's like, bro, we're not on this. Yeah, we literally (laughs) moved on in the minutes. I just thought that was funny. But yeah, so that's the emerging tension is because Rhaenyra's like, "Mm, don't be too brash. And the queen is rolling her eyes. So then they talk about the Stepstones. And they go, where's your great brother, Damon? Or should I call him King Damon? And, uh, Allison was like, Damon left a long time ago and he left the Stepstones undefended. And now they're taking that shit back over, which is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then Rhaenyra said, actually, we should have we should have done that. We should have sent ships and troops and took that shit over and had martial law. And she's Allison like, was oh, well, like, she's like, we could have at least left some some troops to defend, you know, Operation Iraqi Freedom. Like, we could have did something. And Allison was like, with what money, my nigga? You gonna make some money? You got a printing I, press? But I feel like she's making shit up like i see you i think you're projecting do you really think the crown doesn't have enough money to have sent a we saw in game of thrones how they was low on money and they had to get remember they had to get a loan 200 years later dog like do you think they're there do you do you but what if the reason why they're out of money is because of this war or um corliss wasn't on that council no more he's a nigga with all the money I mean, but they, yeah, no, I'm not, I, I, I don't think I'm projecting. I think that Allison is just like anti. I think Allison's anti getting involved. She's not different than Viserys and like, just like, this isn't important to her. So let it, like, let it happen until it's urgent. And I think Renier Well, I don't think she was that. against getting involved. I think they were talking about who was to blame at that oh, point. Okay. And okay. she blamed Damon for leaving that shit and going to travel around the world with certain Lady Lena. And Rhaenyra blamed the crown, basically blamed her daddy for not sending troops in there to, like, take over that shit. She wanted a regime change. So after Iraq, they went into Iraq. They got rid of Saddam Hussein. Rhaenyra wanted the troops to stay there and install democracy. And uh, Allison was basically like, y'all niggas got the nigga who went in there just left. The fuck you think's going to happen? It's going to create a vacuum. That's what happened to Afghanistan. It creates a vacuum and somebody else is going to come up. You kill yeah, Taliban I, and then here comes ISIS. But I, but I, here's what I actually think it is. I think it's U.S. is losing the war. And this is not real. But we called Canada to help. Canada comes and helps us win. And Canada's like, all right, God bless. 
and they're you know god bless a eh? and then they're like where are you going and they're like this is not what like i want to be i gotta go i gotta live my life so it's it's literally like this was not damon's issue damon went in there to be a hero but no it was blame- damon's issue remember he went behind the king's back to corliss and they went and fought yes but i'm saying like permission it- if the if the free cities and triarchy had come come to whatever, it maybe would have affected Damon if the crown toppled and lost all its money. But he was not directly like it was a king who was being threatened and his ships and his navy. So he wasn't doing I'm, shit about it. Is right, your point. Right, yeah. so, right. No, all I'm saying is like this Damon got involved and made himself a part of it, but Damon was not responsible for fixing this issue. So it's like to put it all on Damon to be there for the then and the later is weird when it is Viserys' thing ultimately that Damon actually saved for because remember Viserys was like, I'll send you troops. He was like, Save your troops, I got this. So Viserys should have still sent them troops and he didn't. He just didn't want to deal with anything. So all I'm saying is I get why she said that about damon but rainier is not wrong and like this is our kingdom damon y'all didn't give king y'all get barely gave damon the um what's it what's the pal the place they go to at the end what's her what's her place is it her name dragonstone dragonstone y'all don't even give him y'all kicked him out of dragonstone he don't really want to be in the veil he you know he he remarried like why would he make that his home just because he want to battle there Anyway, that's my point. Well, he, he did come in that bitch with a crown and said he was the king of the Stepstones. <laughs> so he did that. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. I guess <laughs> I get, I, I, now I get what you're saying that it's like he could have been the Lord of Dragons. What happened was, I think they had a scene about it, but basically, like, it was nothing. I think he said it in one of the episodes. It was like, yeah. it's nothing in the fucking Stepstones. It's fucking bare yeah. and yeah. basic. So I left, basically. But he yeah. was going to, st- if it was something there, he probably would have stayed there. But he was like, this is basic as fuck. I'm out of here. I don't want to live in fucking Iowa. But I, right. But I also don't think with the cost of living in Iowa that sending a little envoy there to just let them know. Yeah, no, Viserys was negligent. He should have right. been, so should have been if, there before Damon went. And so my thing is, Allison, if you're going to be his ear, be his ear about the right thing. But let's move on. So then they get, so then Allison, they get into an argument over some bullshit. And then Renera, everybody's about to leave. And Renera's like, can I say some shit? And then Viserys was like, because she he knows they beefing it's like god damn it my wife and my fucking daughter beefing this shit getting on my fucking nerves go ahead say your piece actually i felt differently about it i felt like when they left and they broke early viserys was frustrated because he's like oh why did it go this way and then when everyone talks he's like everybody sit down like he's but allison didn't sit down she's just standing up looking yeah, at she's her rude as shit. but my point is that viserys was ex- I felt like he was encouraging her to speak. He wasn't irritated that she wanted to speak. And so Renera says, look, we've been beefing for 10 years. I done some shit that was fucked up. I apologize, you know, but we got to get past this shit. So here's what I propose. My son, Jaceris, is going to be my heir. So I suggest he weds your daughter, Helena, and they rule together. And Allison didn't say some shit. She didn't say nothing there. She just kind of left. And they're walking up, and Viserys is like, mm. "That's a this good is ass a proposal." Great, exactly, he's lit. And Allison goes, "Nigga, do what the fuck you want when I'm dead in the ground, but my daughter not marrying her fucking nep- her niece." And, and this is where, and this is where Allison is irredeemable from this point on, to me. I thought you would support her not wanting to have incest kids. No. 
I you think that's the only. Me, you just told you are listen. You Wait, don't even follow. What did I just tell life. you? What did I just you tell you just you told me. Tell me what I just. Told uh, they should have had a rule where Renera don't got to wait till she's 21 and she can pick and choose who she want to love. That's how it should have been. And none of this shit would have went down. They'd have had a rule where she could love who she's 21. She, if and, she had picked Damon, I would have been fine And now Renera is basically saying, my son going to marry your daughter. That's how it's going to be. And you're like, yes, good. I like that arranged marriage. It Here's why. Here's why. I actually didn't say my issue with... I mean, I guess ultimately... If Renera, but here's the thing, Renera didn't have to be wet to Lena. Renera got spent in that situation because she wouldn't take courtship seriously. Like she mm-hmm. could have had another arrangement that wasn't her. She could have been with Sir Harwin. Right. So thank you. So my point is that she set herself up for that. I, I don't deny that. But I was just giving the example of like if the rules were different, she it would be less likely people would break the rules because they would be more natural. Anyway, with this situation, this is actually the solution. If they're married. There's no reason for anyone to kill anyone. They're wedged forever. They have unity and they're going to be on one page. This is why I'm like, whatever Allison does from here is her creating. Except the you're, now. except you're missing the biggest part of that, which is what she said. My heir marries your daughter. Mm-hmm. That ain't got shit to do with Aegon. Aegon is the one that's a threat to Rhaenyra. Not but Helena. then Aegon is, has to kill, but Aegon's the one that's a veterinarian. So basically, but he's the not realm is going to want Aegon to be king. We already see some people around there who want Aegon to be king. So Aegon is the threat. And so Rhaenyra is basically saying, she didn't even bring up Aegon. She brought up Helena, who right. has no claim to the throne at all. And she's basically saying, we'll wet these people together. But Aegon is the threat. Aegon is the one that has to be removed in order for Rhaenyra not to have any challenges. But I think, but but here's the thing. Here's where I guess I'm missing. There's two separate situations. There's what happens when the, the people who bend the knee to her renege and decide to go all out and try. Like, I guess what they're saying is that there'll maybe be like war over it or, cause I'm assuming what they really mean is people will say, oh, Targaryens aren't together. We'll try to be king or- they No, what they're saying it. is there's gonna be all out war in right. the realm and nobody's gonna listen to anyone. Then there's gonna be- Right, uh, but I'm saying they're saying, so they're gonna say Targaryens don't have authority because there's a woman leading them. Is that what you're saying? That's why yes. there'll be all out war. Okay, so and, that's that could happen, right? But that is, so then what you're suggesting is that to restore order, Aegon might say, you're out of here. But then No, Aegon to restore would, order, Rhaenyra will eliminate any threats to her but claim. That's, but that, that's what I'm trying to say is, if, is like why this is like they're flashing lights, but not really like talking through the reality of it. If Rhaenyra killing Aegon won't stop outside war that will stop her having a direct threat within the castle but outside war like will be will but it's be a happy. show of force that will make people get in line it's basically like i killed sure, this nigga. maybe yes maybe right that's what they were but, that's the point but if renera and the other family are bonded in my opinion there's no reason for her to kill him because he is on the same page as her they're on the same accord. Well, if, like, if if her son is married to Helena, that don't got nothing to do with Aegon. Because you got to remember, Aegon is her brother. And he's the king's firstborn son. And in that world, 
the king's firstborn not, son. Well, remember, he's the secondborn son, technically, but I get what you're saying. He's the first yes. living son. Yes. But, no, I know what you're saying. What I'm saying, though, is like, this is all like as if there's only one option and I don't feel like there is because I feel that if the families are united then they then literally he can say this is my queen Aegon can say cease fighting and whatever they want to do we'll fight them together like there's so many ways they could come together to create a situation so all I'm saying is like if there has to be a, a female queen the family would have to do this whenever and we see it later obviously with Daenerys or whatever but my mm -hmm. point is like the fan but Daenerys didn't have her family she didn't have these people who could have her back and cousins and nephews and everybody who like was fighting with her so I mean fight yeah fighting alongside her so my point is just to say that this is a step towards talking through my son is married into your family now we're literally we're bonded in another way now i have no reason to kill because my kids will be in succession because basically basically it's like i'm not gonna kill you and you're not gonna kill my son <laughs> like it's kind of like a, a, a mutually shared like let's just all be uni unified um mm -hmm. because what would have to happen is if if his sister is involved then he has to like kill her husband and then do some messy stuff and how, like it just becomes too messy so they might as well stay together in my mind that's how that's how it worked out it just seemed to me like a show of good faith to say hey i have no intention on killing your son in fact i'm trying to figure it out so that we can be of one accord from here on out yeah but if you remember allison said that to her daddy her she said to her renera wouldn't do that and he said you can play that game but that when they come for Rhaenyra's neck, the only choice she's going to be left with is to remove other claims to the throne, which starts with your kids. Because she, because before she turned on Rhaenyra, she said that to Otto. And Otto said to her, yeah, you can think that. And Rhaenyra may even think that now. I mean, or but Rhaenyra when can kill people, can kill lords and, and the lords that uprise against her Renera can become the mad queen like Renera has other options besides just like just killing Aegon isn't gonna mean that the other son is dead like she she gonna call Aegon Amon her daddy like she, but like, what happens when you, what happened with the mad king what happened with that he went crazy and killed everybody who could be against him right no it related to Robert's rebellion and that's how the Baratheons came in charge and sure, Jamie killed the mad king but, but I'm saying that her only it's not like her only option is to say kill kill my nephew that's not her only option and so I get what you're saying I do I don't want to keep sounding like I don't get it no I understand it was a good faith conversation to say how do we create unity there's no we're beefing now and it doesn't make sense I I'm agree. past it now. I, we were friends. I see that now. I was mad at first. I've gotten over. It. I'm a mother now too. Like, what can we do? And you know, like, like let's just get our families even closer. And she goes, "All right, fuck you then over my dead body." Which is like, hold on. So now you're just gonna like the kids are here. The kids mm -hmm. are here. There's nothing she can do to take care to get rid of her kids with this man. So what do you want from her? And well, what the, she wants is her son to be in charge which is really not the same thing as to protect Renera, who's a rightful heir so well, that's she don't care I'm about Renera being heir she, that, her, but that's my point her now position is if Aegon gets in charge he won't die that's her logic the only way Aegon, her logic is the only way my son stays alive is if he's king and nobody's running through the narrative of what if this man who was not the, the oldest child 
and is not like is actually not even the oldest son because it's like say if say if she had a um say if it was say if it was firstborn son then Renera, then Aegon. say if that was the three kids and then the firstborn son firstborn son died you would not automatically start calling Aegon a firstborn son he would be the second son no matter what so it's like yeah but he's this- the next in line Unless you bring a woman in, which is what they're... So all I'm saying is... Which they've never done before. That's what happened with Reigns. Right, it's new. No, no, no. I know. I'm just saying that, like... I forgot what I was saying. My point is just that... This, <laughs> my, oh, here's my point. My point is that Allison is... Has been swirling it around like... Mm, you sh- people are going to think you're the rightful heir, so therefore we need to protect you. But there are other ways to protect him besides plotting against Rhaenyra. And I think that by plotting against Rhaenyra, by putting being in your son's ear, by being in her father's ear, you're going to create the conflict you keep saying you don't want. Like, Rhaenyra yes. is not focused on that at all. Rhaenyra is like, I'm, I, I've been heir for 10 years. Everything's cool. My son's here. Like, we're good. I'm, we're rolling. Let's get this together. And she's still like, I got a plan from 1997. And, I'm, and, and that's why I don't fuck with Allison. Even though she wants to make it seem like it's all, it is all about her kids. But maybe when she was 17 she didn't care about her son being king but whatever for whatever reason she's now invested in it and it's not yeah. just about his safety so that i don't think is 100 percent about keeping him safe no it's and, not anymore yeah, exactly that's and where so, it started though. and that's right right and, and and where it started made sense but she also never she went to renira about stuff that wasn't her business instead of saying can you give me a blood oath that you'll never harm my son or can you like she's addressed she addressed stuff that was not about her and you know, worried about her claim to the throne or whatever. When all I'm the last thing I want to say about this is, if Allison would sit back and let Renera mess herself up, the whole threat would be eliminated. Like maybe, but you also got to remember her daddy could d- drop dead any day. That nigga is walking. That is sure. living on borrowed sure, time. Sure, but but even if Renera gets found out later, or or if it comes up as soon as her dad dies and he's not there to protect her, her sons are still, like, Renera is not going to be like, oh, you caught me about my sons, let me kill Aegon. Like, that's not the immediate thing to go into that. So all I'm saying is no. if she gets banquet, banished, you know, stripped of her title, whatever, dead, that actually protects Aegon. So for her to be yes. like, I need, I guess she like, I guess that's why she wants to expose her, but she doesn't have to, like, Take it so personally, she could. But be she like, can't expose that Renera's fucking Sir Harvey because right. that fucks it up I'm for saying. everyone. Right. So she. Right. So all, all I'm saying is, all she gotta do is be like, I just, res- I just would like her character more. She was like, Mm-mm-mm. look at this. Oh, you don't gotta like her. She a villain. Right. I'm right. saying like, she like she's villain. like, look at this. Well, she's not the villain. We about to be the villain. Yeah. She's like, I can't wait till they get caught. Look at that. That would I would understand that character who's like, girl, you're not gonna be queen for long. You think you are, but you say instead she's running around like nobody's mad. You're not mad about this, and it's like, girl, shut up. No, we're not mad. You're mad she gets bitches, bro. Like, so then, uh, you know, they go back, and Allison is like, Viserys, can you please stop with this bullshit? And as soon as they get in the house, uh, basically, I got the scene. Mm-hmm. I do not need the plank. Behind you, right? The king is resting. I will see him. Move forward. I'm being endlessly fussed over Lionel. It's 
to wonder I could visit the privy alone. Your Grace. What might this errand be about, Lord Lionel? Your Grace, I feel... I have come to resign my position as Hand of the King. The episode in the yard this morning, my son Halwyn has disgraced himself, and every fishwife in King's Landing will soon be telling the tale. Young Harwin's outburst was unfortunate, it's true. But he's been expelled from the city. Watch, that seems punishment enough. Forgive me, Your Grace, it is not. You have served me faithfully for many years. Tenor's hand. Your advice has been sage. Unmarked by self-interest. Which stands in contrast to all others. You speak kind words. But there is a shadow over my house and it grows ever darker. I can no longer serve you with integrity. What is this shadow? Name it if it casts such a gloom. Yes. You must have your reasoning in plain <laughs> language. She's so titillating. I cannot. Then I cannot accept this. My dear husband. I said no. If you insist, my king. I do. You will continue in your service to the crown. I would then ask leave to take my son from court and escort him back to the family seat at Harrenhal. He is my heir and will be Lord of Harren's castle one day. It is time he assumed his duties there. Do it. So Lord Strong, he must be the most noble nigga in this, in this fucking show. He is basically like, yo, my son fucked up. I, unlike Otto, he was basically like, I can't be, I can't be impartial. Like my son's fucking your daughter. We all know this. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, I either let me go, or and and Viserys is still in denial. He's like, say it, say it then. And Alsa's like, yeah, nigga, say that shit, so I can get this bitch up out of here. And she ain't say the shit. He ain't say the shit. Um, and then we get this scene. I got another clip because. Here comes the real villain of the show. I took the liberty of beginning without you, Your Grace. It seemed a sin to let such a pie grow cold. You did wisely, Lord Laris. You had no such worry about the wine, surely. Meat without wine is also a sin. Mm. It's been my duty to tell you of happenings about the castle, but tonight you know, and I do not. King had an audience with my father. He attempted to resign his post. Not for as much. His honor's always been a millstone about his esteemed neck. Interesting you said attempted. My lord husband refused to accept. Then he fell short of confessing my brother's transgressions. With his eruption in the yard, your brother all but confessed the truth himself. Truth has many flavors, your grace. Do you expect the king to doom his dear daughter to exile, or even... Tell you not now. 
this is a long scene, but Laris is the man with all the tea. Like he knows everything that's going on. He got plan after plan. Phone collector. <laughs> it's a willful blindness. The king. Mm, you'd surely suffer the same affliction if it came to I would not. Literally, Lord Lionel is to escort Sahar in back. Hold on. Literally, mm -hmm. Aegon and Nugget all over the whole kingdom, and she won't act like she don't know. She don't ignore transgressions. He didn't finish, okay? He didn't that finish. That's not his first time, honey. Back <laughs> to Harrenhal to watch over his seat whilst he continues to serve his hand. But the hand is compromised by the acts of his son. My father cannot give unbiased counsel to the king. It is now that I must rue the absence of my own father. He wouldn't hesitate to speak the truth to the king if Otto Hightower was still alive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How you miss your, your daddy did the same thing, but for longer. Yeah, they just, they say that shit. She don't, she admits it though. I'm not saying, my queen, that your father would be impartial in this matter. No, but he would be partial to me. See, she admits it. She's basically saying, ain't nobody here for me. In all of King's Landing, there's no one to take my side. Sometimes you gotta know who you're talking to. <laughs> because that nigga, he, he took that the complete wrong way, which we'll see in a second. Um, so yeah, then they, um, Lars goes to get some niggas out of jail. Uh, who did some fuck shit? He's basically like, Hey man, let me help you. Then they had the scene where they cut the nigga's tongue out, so he can't say who set him up, yeah, so he can't say shit if he gets caught. Well, he, cut up, he like broke them out of jail, basically, a gang of them and, and cut them. And we see when he goes to the jail that he has this cane that has a um, a bee engraved on it, basically, like a hornet or a bee, a mm -hmm. wasp, really. So, and let me ask you this later, yeah, is it better to be in jail with your tongue? Or to be a free man without it. Hundred percent in jail with your tongue, because you're not. Because like, if I if, if you're gonna be in jail for his crimes you did for your own reasons, you gotta deal with that. But what if about can, Westeros jail, where you about to be put beheaded? Then, but or you take some innocent people's lives and put that on you just to live a little bit longer? I don't think so. It's like it's literally like would you commit a murder to to live another year basically like that kind of <laughs> I think that's that kind of scenario. But I yeah I think that um and then we see that gang later happen they have the wasp like pendant now so they're like part of this gang so they're probably gonna do more stuff for this man. Mm -hmm. But um yeah I, I mean my thing is this Allison said it plainly cool she feels like she doesn't have an ally cool I bet you you don't have an ally because of the shit you be pulling like the pulling a baby in a minute later instead of going and saying well, congratulations on your baby like it like being up on your high horse is lonely mm -hmm. yeah because you're judging everybody as if you didn't literally go what is like as if you didn't literally go tempt the king whether you wanted to or not as if your dad didn't conspire as if he wasn't very very biased when it came to whether or not Aegon should be ruler or not like all these things well she even called that out remember she said she to him you wouldn't have been gone. She said to him, you wouldn't have been gone if you weren't so hell strong on making Aegon uh, air. Right. So, she, but, but then she like, 
it's just so funny because it's like, did y'all have one conversation in the rain and then your whole trajectory isn't for the rest of your life was set? Like, I'm not saying that it's not rough for her. I think it was that whole day. Because remember, so first it was Rhaenyra lying to her. Sure. Then it was her daddy getting fired. Then her daddy told her, your kid's going to die when she become in charge. Then um, Sir Kristen tells her she was fucking him. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to the fucking uh, event and all that and then all that shit happens. But yeah, I agree. Well, with I'm, you. I think the bigger the other issue here, too, is like it's it's step parent dynamics. And it's yes. like she never really she's called her stepdaughter at that thing with her green dress on. But like you're not treating her like your daughter. And the problem is when you go from friend like literal friend, like consort, like maiden to stepmother, you're going to have to step up a little bit and be a little bit maternal. Like you're going to like, you're going to have to find a way to forgive her for lying to you because she's your child now in a weird way. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it's these things that she has for her own natural born kids that she won't transfer over to Rhaenyra as if Rhaenyra is like this, but she can't for whatever reason understand why Viserys would have this. Like she doesn't want to have her. So anyway, I say all that to say, yeah, clearly she's a villain. I'm clearly saying the obvious, but it's like, that's where she messed up is in not realizing like you in this position now where you need to have, you need to have maturity until Rhaenyra, cause now Rhaenyra is a little bit older and she's like, look, let's put this behind us and you're the one being petty, but Renera was rightfully mad when she was mad. And and yeah. I told you, I would have been mad for years. So She's Eric Killmonger. She's trying to get thrown from T'Challa. That's what she's doing. Allison's Eric Killmonger. No, she's not. Allison, Allison was the noble Charay one. From Real Housewives of Atlanta. That's what she is. She's like, she, no, she's yeah, she do like, got that She's Charay green collection. She's just, yes. And she's just like petty. And it's really about like, it's just like it's strategy, but it ends up in the wrong place. And she'll do anything for her kids, but she'll lie on other people and things. Like, except anyway. before all that, she was down for the cause. Yeah, I just think See? that, like, that part you always forget. She was down for Renera. But my thing is this once you have the awareness, all I'm saying is this, right? Once you have the awareness of having your own kids and seeing what kids go through and seeing that kids tell white lies and kids fib, you got to understand that if you went to your daughter, you wouldn't you wouldn't even want to ask your daughter a question you was she would send that little girl to tea and be like look girl i don't care what you did i love you take care of yourself though so she would do the same exact thing and so i'm just saying like she, I see. Had, she hasn't brought it back to get around like oh this is what this is why it's like this and i can i gotta like treat her like my own kid instead of like my enemy because if i did that we would be a whatever um, but obviously it's a TV show and that's it. So she's mad, she's venting, she's venting to the to the new messy bitch, and she's basically Lars is much worse than her because she ain't asked for none of the shit that's about to happen. She didn't, but she has probably she's was doing what Rhaenyra was doing, which is like complaining so much. And then when um Kristen's like, okay, I got a solution. You hate this stuff, don't you? You want me to do something about Rhaenyra's like, whoa, 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 like I didn't say all that, but when somebody's just coming to you complaining all the time and you like want something from them or care for them or whatever, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I got a solution for you. And then that person's like, I was just talking. That's that was so, Yeah, I was just talking shit. So then Sir Harwin's leaving. He's saying bye to all his kids. So sad. He's and like, Jason's like, is that, Jason goes, is that my daddy? Am I a bastard? And she goes, Renera goes, no, you're a Targaryen. That's all that matters. Basically, yeah, you're a bastard. But you got but, that Targaryen blood running through you. So you're still a Targaryen. Sorry to cut you off. I think that's what her and Viserys mean, though. They're like, it don't even matter. 
they're our kids. Who cares? And I think that it's that it's they keep saying willful blindness, but I think it's just like they don't even see it that way no more because they're like these are my how could I how could I look at my kids, my grandkids, and call them anything but my kids. That's all. So he it's a sad scene because you're like oh but like, Viserys you know, also has a bastard that he don't give a fuck about. But that's not in the show, but it's in the books, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, well, hey. actually, they did mention it in the show because they said so, they did mention it in the show. They right. said something about because Renera said it to him when he was like, "You was out there." Fuck. Basically, remember she was talking to him in the room with the Legos, mm-hmm. and he was like, "You was out there yes. fucking. You can have someone." And he was like, "Yeah, obviously, it's different for a woman." Remember, she was like, "It's different yeah. for women." Well, they didn't like name the kid, but yeah, he they didn't name it. Woman. But they basically said he had a bastard. Uh, so then she goes outside. Where's Kristen? Just kidding. And tells Lenor that uh, you know we we out of here, and Lenor's like, "Oh, Dragonstone," and she's like, "Yep, we going he to Dragonstone." Like, he, he looked at his man like, "Why well, we gotta go now? Don't you want to stick this out?" And she's like, "A Salem leaves when the storm is." Coming. She basically quotes his stuff from before. Yeah. Like, Damn, you got me. You got me, yeah. bitch. She was <laughs> like, "Man, go. they talking shit about me and this bitch. Fuck it. They want me gone. I'm out." She's like, bring Carl with about you too. to go down. Let's get out of here. And yeah, she's like, you can bring your man. I do not care. Like, literally, let's just hurry up and pack your shit. But one of the interesting things Lenore said was, I thought you wanted to stick around because you were afraid Allison would slip some honey in Viserys' tea. Meaning, she thought Allison might poison that nigga. Uh, that's I what that meant. She's, I thought she was saying that she's been whispering in his ear, basically, and it'll go too far. I thought she no, Lanor like, said that. He no, said, I thought Lanor said that the concern was that Allison will turn Viserys against her. You're right; it might be kill him. But I thought that, like, I when I heard it, I'm just saying my my mm-hmm. interpretation was she's turning him against her slowly but surely by whispering honey in his ear. That's what I heard. Yes, different, but yeah, okay. So but let's cut the same, to the last the, the last scene with Lady Lena, and then we'll finish up at the end of the show. Uh, basically, she having a, the same birth that uh, Renera's mama was having. Ooh, buddy, the baby won't come out. But this time, the doctor, the maester, goes over to Damon, and Damon didn't really make a decision. Wait, by the way, Damon was in the doorway, being trying to be a support. I don't think they really let the men be in their holding hands at that time. Yeah. But Damon was there, like empathizing. So he clearly cares for Lena, and he feels for her that she's going through this. He's not having a feast and a in a jousting competition. And unlike her brother. He asked her, if you cut the baby out, will she die? And he said, yeah, she going to die. And then and the, Damon. And the, go ahead. Uh, go, go ahead. What are you going to say? So what did, what did Damon say in response? Did he have Damon didn't response? say anything. Right. He didn't tell so him was, to do it. I was going to add that in the after show, they said that like Damon basically, they they, they interpreted as Damon was fucking with the doctor. He's like, oh, will she survive? Like they were like, Damon makes a joke of it because he knows that this is not good like he's mm-hmm. I, I don't i don't think damon actually was thinking about it i think damon was like you're not about to kill my fucking wife won't she die bro like that's what i think he it didn't mm-hmm. come off clearly but based on that context i you know i was waiting but i was like i kind of felt like damon's not that nigga he's he really loves her and he rather he definitely would rather have her than another random kid like he don't know this baby yet you know um and so then lena lena just gets up walks yeah, out she's the like, she peeps she's like doctor talking to the man while i'm doing delivery Oh, uh, bitch is over. I'm not going to be Y'all not about to three. cut me open. Yeah. <laughs> and so she got up. She walked outside. She walked in front of Vagar. She told him Dracarys three times. 
Big yeah, I was he, like, no, you no, don't do, don't make me do this. And, and, dra- he and did Dragon it. CGI, yeah, he was like, all right, well, bitch, you ain't gonna gotta tell me four times. Burns her up, and and you know, and and uh, fucking Damon go walk out, Helena, like nigga, if you don't run after her pregnant ass and go catch up and see where she at, and so he gets out there just in time to see her light on fire, get so, burned up, and she goes so, out when the dragon rider's death. My question is. You know what's so crazy? There's really no way to survive it. Like, ooh, I don't even want to. It's like if the baby dies inside you, you have to get that baby. You have to get an abortion. Like, you mm-hmm. have to get it taken out. You would you would die from that either way. So I think she knew, like, once that baby wasn't coming out, it's over. Like, there's It's basically no dying to death that I want to die. Yeah, ooh, that's so rough. But what's rough about it is, like, even in today's climate, people have births in this way and have to have abortions. Like, and mm-hmm. that's why this legislation doesn't even take into account, like people want their kids and still have to have abortions. So yeah, anyway, topic pregnancies. Yeah. So as we said, vote, you know, pro-choice for, vote for progressive candidates. So she, um, yeah, she dies. And I was so fucking mad that we lost a black woman. She did. She's dead, but like she was a strong, beautiful, resilient character. She had rounded, she was rounded out. She was a good, decent mother. And then I felt bad because then later we see them on the roof and all three, the girls are lost. They're crying. Damon's fucking mad. And I'm like, I feel bad for that little girl who's like, Damon has to step up for her because now her mom, who was a bridge between her and her dad, was kind of disconnected. Like, he has to step up with her. And mm-hmm. I'm also hoping that, like, I was hoping that she would learn to ride Vagar, and then in the previews, they say, like, Vagar's been stolen, so I don't know what's going to happen with Vagar, but I hope that this is not important to Lena's death, but I hope the little girl learns how to ride a dragon for sure. Because Damon's kids deserve, and I just want, I just got to say this, I really want to see those two girl characters grow in this story. I do not want to see them written out or made to be small characters. Or I don't. I don't care what George R. R. Martin did. I just now. I'm no, they're part of it. Girls. Okay, great. Because I'm attached. And so then they show the Strongs on their way back to Heron Hall, and Lionel sleeping in his bed. And next thing you know, you hear Harwin banging on his door, mm-hmm. telling him to get out. Fire. The fucking house is on fire. And, and then you see the somehow. Is blocked. You see the roof collapse on the Harwin, and you're there to assume that they all the niggas got burnt up. They, show, you, they literally show crispy bodies. And you see Laris's people sneak out the back door after they set that with fire. The, with the bee pendants that match what was on his cane. Then you see Renera and Lenar show up in Dragonstone, and they about to that set their was, new life. You know it's cobwebs up in that bitch. Ain't nobody been in there about 10, 15 years. And then we end the show with the with a villain monologue, which I have. Through them, you imagine you cheat the great darkness of its victory. persist forever in some form or another as if they would keep you from the dust this is people trying to put out the fire in Heron Hall carrying out the bodies but for them you surrender you said pause it no, I was just gonna say. By the way, this monologue was about having kids. That's how it started. Mm-hmm. 
but you should not. You may know what is the right thing to be done, but love stays the hand. Allison looks shook like this nigga. Dad. You've heard the stories of Harren Hall, your grace. It's built in hubris by Harren the Black as a monument to his own greatness. Blood mixed into the mortar. It is said to be a cursed place. That it passes judgment on all who pass beneath its gates. You, you pass judgment. Queen makes a wish. What servant of the realm would not strive to fulfill it? I assume you will write to your father now. They're trying to bring Otto ass back. Otto. Paris. I did not wish for this. I feel certain you will reward me. When the time is right. That's basically a threat at that point. He Lars is basically saying, You see what I did to my own daddy and brother. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> this nigga's playing with flowers. <laughs> Yo, he is insane. He's the real villain here. I mean, Allison is a villain. This nigga's the this nigga killed his daddy and his brother. He he gotta go. His, his club whole, foot ass gotta go. His whole narrative is that um well two things. His whole narrative is that he is he's never been treated well by them, but we truly never see them all in relationship. Well, besides well, okay, we never see them actually treat him bad. And secondly, mm -hmm. during the wedding, he was sitting next to Harwin. They was keep keying. Harwin wasn't mm -hmm. like, don't sit by me, niggas. So you don't even know that that's true. And then the other thing I know this is pre-written and it's based on a book, but I really hate um this trope of like the cripple, you know, the handicapped cripple probably is not the right word. I don't know if handicapped differently able this person um who is disabled is like the villain he's creepy he's like he shows up out of nowhere he's a villain like i really um i don't think that's a very thoughtful trope but here we are you know we have him and he's clearly going to be formidable like you said is he was like look i did this I, I don't really think he did it i think he just wanted to do it and i think he was like oh perfect i can do this and have her on the hook for it right um, because I, I definitely don't think it was her who really was the impetus. I think he probably has been plotting on his mm -hmm. them for a while. He would have gotten to them some kind of way anyway. And he uses it as an excuse to get some power. And then exactly, it's even better besides just doing it and not being able to claim credit. Now he can claim credit for being evil and be able to use this against his queen um, and suggest, and, 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 you know, who can say that she's not been upset about this and a likely candidate to like who's to say she didn't actually tell him that right now it's his word against hers mm -hmm. however the thing i would say about this 
So she finds out. What do we think she does with this information next? I don't think she can do anything because I think that was a threat to her. I think what Lars was saying was basic because he says, I I expect you to, uh, he basically was like, I expect to get a promotion tomorrow Mm -hmm. when I come into work. Mm -hmm. And so basically saying in in so many words, you're going to give me what I want Mm -hmm. or you can understand that I don't give a fuck and I will take you down too, essentially, mm-hmm. because he knows everything. Cause he, cause they don't allow, cause the thing with Laris's character is they don't allow him to do all the man stuff, mm-hmm. like fighting right. the battles and shit. So all he does is spend all his time gathering information on everybody. Mm-hmm. So he knows all the shit. He knows all the tea. And he's basically like, I, I bet you he knows about Sir Kristen. And he might he might threaten her with that shit. Like I'll put that shit out there, mm-hmm. on and, and that'll hurt you because you knew about that shit and you covered it up. Like he knows all of the shits, and so now she's stuck. And right, she can't do anything. But with that said, you know, speaking of um, being righteous, what I was thinking about when it came to this was, you know, homegirl, if she really believes any of the stuff she's saying would march right there and tell him where damn be the consequences right like he tell the guard to go in and, and he can only do so much if he's in jail and come what may because you're so righteous you know what i'm saying like you now know that he murdered two people which is objective he murdered his own father and son and and, and brother which is objectively worse than having kids out of, out of marriage so she's now she's gonna now keep the secret she kept what's his name secret so it's like this idea that she's like virtuous and people need to stop playing around under the king's nose is now bullshit sort of if she does if she if if she doesn't speak up and like actually because now it's like oh guess what something bad happened and there's consequences and you want to protect you want to protect yourself from the bad consequences so you don't tell on yourself wow where have i heard somebody feel that way before yeah, but she didn't do anything wrong in this scenario she didn't ask this nigga to do that shit she was just venting Okay, she didn't. Do if that I go wrong. to you and I'd be like, God right. damn, man, this person was pissing me off. Jeff was pissing me off, man. He made me upset. God, I hate this nigga. He was pissing me off. And then you were like, Oh, all right, then. And you and roll up on Jeff and shoot sure. him. I didn't ask right. you to do that but shit. After the, you're right. You didn't ask me. But after the fact, if you go, Damn, Chanel, that's crazy. Well, I'll podcast with you next week. You're now involved. <laughs> Unless <laughs> like, you tell me, it'd be a shame if somebody found out what happened to Jeff or someone told someone about what happened to Jeff. I do kind of right. know your wife and where you live, and you know, I might, right. you know, I might take but a trip if the cops to Texas. Come give me that night. I can't even get there in time. You but they would have saying? to believe me. So, is a woman going to convince people that a lord killed his daddy and his brother, especially when the people who did it got no tongues? Oh, is she a woman or she a queen now? Now I'm confused. How much? Who is she's she? a queen, but she's still a woman. Oh, I think that. She could even have gone to Rhaenyra. Like, I think this is the moment to be like, I know who killed your husband. And that would have really been some power behind it. Because, you know, Rhaenyra she could go to Rhaenyra. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. she could, like, she could literally be like, she could, like, there's so many options she has besides bringing her daddy up from, from wherever rock he's been scheming under and whatever, you know, casino he's dealing cards at. Like, she had, and that's all I'm trying to say. She always, we always. But do they options. have any proof? Sure. Maybe we don't. But, but it's, but my point is. If you want to, if the beginning was she's religious, she's righteous, 
she cares about she's getting involved in stuff that's not her business because she cares so much then this is this is very much a reason to to say okay my man Kristen I need yeah but to what super after. but what supersedes all that the one thing that's been consistent with Allison is protecting herself and her kids and so above but protecting all yourself and your kids is getting rid of him immediately not letting him plot against you who knows where he's going to come up he just killed his brother and said he's going to exactly right so why okay i guess i get like <laughs> but here's what i'm saying you this is why i don't like this whole it's a certainty the realm will rebel and go after Aegon because in this situation if it's a certainty he will do something bad then take the risk of trying to get get out in front of it instead of letting him use you later and potentially let it get worse and that's what i think makes good tv so i'm not really complaining that much but my point is like it's like in some instances you can't say well we know how the realm acts and in other instances be like well here's this one person but he's so powerful now and so scary now that he's gonna cut that he's gonna have those people sneak in and kill the queen i don't know maybe the kids maybe whatever but he's more dangerous to you now roaming around plotting more that's all I'm or saying. is he less dangerous because he's on your side oh he's not on your side because he's literally waiting he's plotting now like i don't know well, he is plotting but i think i think what yeah. lars is doing is he's picking a side he and he picked allison right but if allison but i but i definitely yes i definitely think though if allison doesn't see his side though more times she's gonna be on the wrong side so the thing is, mm -hmm. there. This is not a long-term, you know, partnership. Is all I'm saying. Like there, there's gonna be a time when this turns on you, and and she sees that already. And so if she goes further, she's like I said. I feel like she's yes. turned the corner, and now you're implicit in whatever else happens. Even if you were scared, even if you whatever. Because what I'm getting tired of is the literal king and queen of the realm being scared of other people. I don't understand it. The only person you need to be scared of is whoever has an army that can come past everybody in your gates. But besides that, you're like, it's um, like, and that's why I fuck with, I, don't, I never fuck with Cersei, but the idea of it, and again, I haven't watched in a while, so maybe it's worse than I remember. But, but Cersei did, Cersei hid all her fuck shit until she got rid of all her enemies. Right, but that's, but this is what I'm trying to say. She got rid of all her enemies. She, she fortified the kingdom and she was, she was like, oh, you're a threat got you i got a plan now like she wasn't like oh you're a threat oh i'm scared what are we gonna do she started plotting immediately and so all i'm saying is it's like be about it like protect yourself use the power of y'all are righteous you have a good king y'all could be using this power it's just a I'll, I'll wrap it up by saying it's the it's the lack of proactivity it's a lack well, of that's proactivity. yeah viserys is that's like his Allison, thing. Same thing. Like Allison, like I said, Allison could have been doing family kumbayas, like hypnosis on, hey, you don't want to kill your uncle. Like she could have been trying things in this whole 10 year period, but instead she's waiting, waiting, waiting till it gets bad. That's actually what I think they're the same. Mm -hmm. um, I then, agree. And then Renera is like, no, nah, I'm going to go for it. And, and that could also be used in a better way. So um, I actually, you know, Renera was annoying when she was a teen. I thought I was going to hate this jump because I felt like, oh, she's different. I don't like the voice. But because I think that was because they showed the preview right after seeing 15 year, 17 year old Renera. Mm -hmm. And then a week later, new episode, I was into it. I liked the actress. I actually did see some of the similarities. And I, well, and like the face, I was like, oh, because at first I was like, she was completely different, but it's not that bad. And then I love the Harwin storyline. I thought he was great, rest in peace. 
um you know what we should do we should do cannon shots like um hunger games when somebody dies because i feel like we're getting we're gonna start piling up in the list of bodies by the end of the season but um cannon shot for lionel strong the best hand of the king ever cannon shot for harwin strong who loved his kids and was and, and and you know was step stepdad to his own kids and um i thought this was a crazy episode and it jumped like they said in the after story after show it was basically like a second pilot and now we have a mm-hmm. whole new show really so th- that's i think unprecedented i'm excited about about i'm more excited about where the story goes now than i thought it would be last week the first five episodes were basically like a prequel, prequel, to, the prequel. to the show all right. Anything else before we go? No, that was my wrap-up, really. All right. Cool. So, yeah, we'll be back for episode seven next week. Hopefully, uh, Chanel won't be right anymore because I'm tired of telling her that she was right. <laughs> I want to be right about something. So no, I need... you're right about a lot of stuff. You're right about names, and you're right about, like, the, con- the... the You're right about the importance of things, and you're right about the context of the time. So you're I not... need Allison to do something good. So I can shove it in. Oh Chanel's yeah, because you definitely you definitely sit for her. She plays you. I stand for Allison. Her. I stand for her. Still to this day? I still I still understand her. I still get her. I she, understand Eric. She's not irredeemable she yet. You know how she's not irredeemable yet? Because when Sir Kristen called Renera a cunt, she said, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? <sighs> I think that was I still have like, hope. I think that was more like I'm the queen. I can talk about her. This is what Damon said. I talk about Viserys, but you don't get too Corliss. I think it's mm-hmm. that. But um, yeah. I listen. I actually would prefer her to turn good so that Rhaenyra can. I want. I want to see Rhaenyra be king, queen. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even. I'm scared to even go look because I don't want to know what happens. I want. Don't do it. Look. You'll yeah, find it'll spoil you. You looked already. No, but every oh. time you Google anything, they tell it'll you everything that happens. Yeah. It's right there yeah, at the top. It's, exactly so it's like i don't want to know what happens because it'll actually maybe maybe episode nine i'll look but um yeah i just i'm invested now in renera because i've we've seen her grow and we've seen her become a mother after being so scared and so worried about it. and i'm excited actually that she found a man that made her happy to be i'm sad for her because she found somebody that made her happy to have kids that's a big deal for somebody who was like i don't want a man i want to be single forever why can't we you know she had two husbands that's how much she cha- she changed. And Viserys, Grandpa Viserys is like the best pappy yet. Like he's what's the what who's the grandpa? He's the grandpa. He's um John Voight in uh not Voight who in in holes. Is that John Voight? I have no idea. Who is uh Angelina Jolie's daddy? You know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. You never watch holes? No. All right. Harry Potter, hole. Did you have a childhood, bro? I did not watch Harry Potter nor Holes. Okay, maybe not. Okay, well, this is the worst note we could have ended on. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. You can catch me at Chanel Creating. Brandon, did you check out my YouTube video I sent you? When did you send me a YouTube video? Uh, It's my preview for my show, my sketches that I put out. I didn't see it. Resend it. Okay, I'll resend it. Um, So, guys, I did post um, a preview of a couple sketches. For now, this is a sketch that you can check out on YouTube. That's where you can find me. Brandon, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, that cool black nerd. I'm looking on, on the message history. I it's, don't not see in the, it's not in the group chat. I think I accidentally texted it just to your phone. 
Oh. So it'll be in September. Um, yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. We 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 talk in circles a lot, but it felt therapeutic. So I hope you guys enjoy listening. Cool. So we'll talk to y'all next week. Peace. Bye.